Good evening. Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. I am back. Dino is back. We've got a lot to get to, so I'm going to find Dino. I'm going to bring him on right now. Where is Dino? Dino, you there? Yes. Oh, hey, it works. Hang on a second. We need your intro. All right. Uh, I got it to work a fucking time uh, until I call you then. No. Ed. I love it. Everybody wants to body. I love it. Hold on. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm. Uh, this fucking sucks. Everything blew up, but now it's here. Everything's working now. Everything is working now. It's back to normal, I think. What's going no, on? No, it's not. I hear an echo. You hear an echo? It'll go away. Yeah. I all promise right. the echo will go away. I don't know what the okay. fuck. Skype's been fucking up all day today. I don't know what's going on. You blame it. I'm always on the computer. It's your fault. You're well, fucked up. Uh, no, no, no. Usually I blame it on you, but this wasn't your fault this time. <laughs> this time it was. <laughs> this time was my fault. All right, so now I can get the stuff. So, number one, I'm not going to name their name, but there's a certain reviewer out there that has refused to respond to me, apparently from what I hear, because of things I've said about Grim Green in the past, I don't know, month or a couple months. Oh, uh, I want to know who it is. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Really. You're not going to fucking re- fuck off. That's what I want to say to you. I know you're going to hear this. Fuck off. In fact, don't ever fucking try to contact me. Don't ever try to fucking Skype me. And don't email me after you hear this and say, oh, oh dude. No. Fuck you. That's what I got to say. I can't fucking say. Oh, just because uh, I, I have some differences of some things that Grim Green does. Now I'm a fucking asshole. You're not even going to respond to me or talk to me. Fuck off, dick. Boy. Anyway. <laughs> I want to know who it is, man. Type it in the Skype so I can I, see. <laughs> it's just bullshit. It's like, really? Really? That, that's fucking, that's real cool. Awesome. Whatever. I'm going to continue to say what I want to say. I'm going to continue to, to, to say if something is on, on my mind or uh, how I feel about something. And if you don't like it, whatever. Okay, if I'm going to lose uh, people because I, whatever. I, I don't give a shit. I'm done with that. Anyway. Ed, call back in now because I'm not going to wait long for you, Ed. The other half of the show is me playing a fucking recording and I can't bring you on. So anyway, there's quite a few things I want to get into. Number one, I want to get into this Aspire uh, Play-Doh. This fucking thing, Dino, is phenomenal. Now, this is the greatest device for a new vapor on the planet, and I'm going to tell you why. The new vapor? It's a great device for any vapor. It is for anybody, but especially for a new vapor, and I'll explain why. Uh, I, I work in a brick and mortar. I understand this. A lot of new vapors, they want a Nautilus mini style vape. They want a clear miser, uh style vape. They don't want sub tanks. They don't want that. They want something easy to start with. Nautilus minis work great. Triton minis work great. Some of you want the, the, the uh, clear misers. That's what they want. So when you buy this Play-Doh, what's phenomenal is, number one, it comes with the tank 
that has a 1.8 coil in it. You can use the Triton Mini coils in it. You can use the Nautilus coils in it. I used it. It works great. Very flavorful. It's a great mouth-to-lung uh, vape. Works fantastic. Now, when they get to the point where they're like, you know what, maybe I do want to step it up. Maybe I do want to go to like a sub-tank type of vape, uh, just a uh, straight-to-lung uh, hit type of vape. Boom! Break out the other fucking tank that's got the .4 Clapton coil in it, and you're sub-owned vaping. It, it, it has everything. I mean, it, it's it's phenomenal. So you yep. can you can do both styles of vaping with it, which is great. It comes with a battery. It comes with everything. You need nothing. The the price, you can't beat it. I think online no. you can get them for, what, like 50 bucks. Yeah, that's what I got, 50 yeah. bucks. I mean, it's, it's an incredible device. And especially for somebody who's new to vaping, because it's something that they, you know, they use. And then, like, maybe a few months later, they're going to have to buy all new shit because they want to sub them. It has everything. has everything you could possibly need. It is wonderful. And this .4 coil is fantastic, too. Very flavorful. I don't even have the air open all the way. I have it maybe three-fourths of the way. It, it just works great. It's a great yeah. device. So I'm using the 1.2 Triton Mini Coils. Uh, they have a little bit more airflow than the 1.8 that you have there. Yep. And I keep the airflow wide open, and I get a nice restrictive lung hit. Yes. And it's very good. Yeah, it's wonderful. And then if you ever want to switch to sub-ohm, you just put the other tank in. Have you tried this .4 coil yet? It's great. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not crazy about it. It's good. Um, it's just, And I, I don't like the idea that I have to pump it up to like 40-something watts. Um, which is why I went to the 1.2s because I can vape it at 23 watts and the battery will last me a long time. I go the whole day on one tank and one battery. Well, now that is the two you brought. That's It's interesting you brought that up because there were two minor drawbacks. The first one, I agree with you. I have to use this coil at 50 watts. I have to use all 50 watts. Right. And it does run out my battery pretty quick. So that kind of sucks. Uh, the other thing I wish they did was I wish that you could use the uh, Cleto. The Cleto coils. Right. And you can. If they made it where you could use the Cleto coils, that would have been phenomenal. But no, you, I mean, you can only use this specific coil. It's the whole thing, and it's it, that, that sucks. But uh, if they made it where you could use the uh, Cleto coil, and maybe if it had. 70 watts or 80 I don't know all I know is I have to put 50 watts to this coil and yes it does burn out my battery pretty quick but other than those two minor things it's great it's a it's a great little device I mean I'm telling you you get the 1.2 ohm coils from the Triton Mini you're gonna be it's it's you're like you're not sub ohming but you are definitely getting that more the more airy that you look you look for right and it's kind of like a happy medium between the the uh cloud chasing and the the newer, like, real tight air, you know what I mean, where yes. people want to mouth the lung. Yeah, no, 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 I, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to try those. Hang on, I'm just calling Ed. So answer the phone, Ed. Don't ever not answer my phone call, Ed. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. This son of a bitch. He fucking sends me a message, I'll call back in 30 minutes. No, he does it now or forget it. Hang on, I just got to leave him a message. Ed, call in right now. I only have 10 minutes, and then I'm moving on to something else, and I'm not going to be able to bring you on. So call in right now, Ed. Right now. Call in, you fuck. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, the uh, Play-Doh, phenomenal. Don't don't even, like, I, I know some people are like, oh, the uh, it's kind of like the knee box. No, no, it's nothing like the knee box. 
No, it's got a glass tank inside, which is nice. You don't have to worry about juice cracking the tank. Yep. If filling is a breeze. Right. Oh, yeah, filling, it's very simple, too. That's the other great thing. The cover just pops right off. You just uh, It has this little, like, rubber stop that goes in it. You just pull it off. If you have a unicorn bottle, it's the simplest thing in the world. I mean, it does. It fills very And it's small. The box is small. Yes. Yes, it is. And you can use any 510 drip tip on it. You don't have to use the one that comes with it. It comes with two, but you can use any one you want. It, it's great. It's great. I don't know if it – it doesn't have temperature control, which I could give a fuck. Yeah, I don't care about that. I give two shits about temperature control. Yeah, me too. And actually – oh, and you can also use it in bypass mode. Yeah, I don't know why you would do that, but – Well, you can. Somebody might, and if they wanted to, they could. So, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's uh great. It's a great yeah, device. It's, it's an awesome setup. Anybody out there saying, oh, I want to get a new setup, I'm not sure what to get, just tell them get an Aspire Play-Doh. That simple. End of story. That fucking simple. It really is. So I was saying before we were having our audio fuck-ups before I brought Dino on. Yeah, I'll talk about this first, and then I'll go to that. I was watching this... <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. I was watching this review. Uh, I don't know who it was. I, like I said, I was going to have them on the show. They said they were doing a show themselves or something and couldn't come on. I was trying to record it, but whatever. It didn't happen. Anyway, they were talking about steeping e-liquids. And their argument was, why is it when I get an e-liquid, I have to let it sit for two to four weeks? Why do I have to like... You know, like you'll get an e-liquid and it won't taste that good. And then the, the company will say, oh, you got to let it steep. You got to let it sit like at least two, three weeks. You got to let it steep. You know, you, gotta, you just got to let it steep. Why don't they sell it steep? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why the fuck? And their argument is, is okay, well, that's ridiculous. So I ha- once I buy your e-liquid, I have to let it sit for it to be good. Shouldn't you send it out when it's a finished product and already steeped? And then you have companies who are actually selling steeped e-liquid for more money you gotta pay more money if you want well they gotta store it somewhere (laughs) it's ridiculous like like uh um uh the mother's uh, suicide uh, bunny people sold that uh 120 of unicorn milk for an outrageous fucking price last year because they let it steep for six months i mean listen they make a very good argument the liquid should come steeped it should come to my door ready to vape i should have to let it sit I mean, that's crazy. I, they, they went on this rant about it, and they're so right. That makes no fucking sense. Yeah, now what I got to do? I got to put a wine rack in my fucking house for e-juice? <laughs> it's ridiculous. You're getting it like, oh, oh no, you got to let it sit, man. Let it sit for like three weeks, man, and let it steep. Well, fucking send it steeped, and don't charge me to, to, to have you let it sit. That's crazy. You want me to pay more money because you're going to let it sit? Here's what you do. You make it part of the process. You create the e-liquid. You let it steep so that it's at the optimal flavor it should be at. Then you send it to the customer. That's it. Don't that's, like selling, that's like selling a 12-year-old scotch at 11 years and say you got to hold on to it <laughs> for a year. <laughs> got to wait. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta wait a year. You can't. <laughs> yeah. It's so stupid. I mean, it makes no sense. Yeah, I, I just don't. They're so right. It, it, it's they're absolutely correct. Juice companies steep your stuff and then send it. Don't charge us extra money for you to let it sit. That should be part of the creating the e-liquid process. Please, 
I mean, it's common sense. <laughs> this fucking industry is so fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really is. I mean, and have have not how stupid am I that I haven't thought about this earlier? I took these guys on YouTube to make me realize. I'm sitting there yesterday watching this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this guy's right. I, I'm getting all riled up for them. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, he's absolutely correct. It's insane. Fucking send this shit steeped. So yeah, I mean, the, you know, e-liquid companies steep your e-liquid and then send it out. You know, come on. Don't charge us extra money to let it sit and understand that that's part of the process. I mean, it's just so crazy. Because I, I was looking at it, I saw on Reddit uh, there was a, a blue a blue dot blue dot vapors. They they're one of the companies that you can pay more money and get steeped e liquid, <laughs> 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 which is insane. I mean, listen, okay, anybody. I don't know this blue dot vapors very well, but blue dot vapors. If you hear this, okay. I would love to see a picture of your HEPA filtered clean production facility because I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Please prove me wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But when you're selling 50 mils for 10 bucks and 100 mils for 17 bucks, I kind of have a sneaking suspicion there's not really a HEPA filtered clean production facility i think it's more like a back room and you maybe have a hepa filter sitting on a counter so that you can say hepa filter clean production facility. you better watch what you say about juice companies you might have the vaping legion after you again <laughs> yeah. i don't know i just I, I find it hard to believe you know what? maybe i'm wrong maybe blue dot vapors has a phenomenal clean room where they have a lab and i'm completely wrong i hope i am I have a feeling that I'm not, but I don't know. Please <laughs> prove me wrong. I mean, my God. But anyway, yeah, they're one of the companies that sells the steeped e-liquid for more money, which is insane. Stop that. Fucking steep it for your customers and sell to them for that same fucking price. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's so ridiculous. Just e-liquid in general is ridiculous. You know, we still have a huge problem of stores mixing e-liquid in, in their back rooms, which is insane. There's actually, you know what, before I, before I talk about that, listen to this. Now, the funny thing is, this is John, uh, John Nathan, when he was at uh, the New Jersey Vape Expo, and he was witnessing an uh, e-liquid company mixing, uh, I, well, I guess they were brick and mortar, they had a booth, but he was witnessing them mixing e-liquid right there, I mean, right there on the table in this convention center, for those of you that forgot, listen to this, so, th so, so you remember. Now we are doing oh, no. this. That's not it. Sorry, that's something else. This is it. You guys make juice right here? Really? Isn't that kind of like... Unsanitary? <laughs> I mean, but like with flying particles and... Oh no, man. She makes the flavor and the juice and everything here. I don't know, dude. That seems a little unsanitary. Yeah, I mean, but think about it, right? 
the FDA is going to come down with some sort of regulations, right? And part of that is part, eventually, it's, it's pending in court, okay? So they're going to come down and they're going to ask, you know, where is this juice being made? They're going to try and uh, attack the uh, uh, legitimacy of the labs that they're created in. So in a convention floor in New Jersey, <laughs> a convention floor in New Jersey, you think that that's a good place to mix juice? You hear what he said at the end? I don't know why not. We've been doing it for two years in our shop. And there are way too many brick and mortars out there that think that this practice is okay, which is insane. You know, what I'm going to tell you right now, in our state, when the state wants to come up with guidelines for how this e-liquid's being made, I'm going to say, yes, please. Yes, please do it. I mean, I know a lot of stores are. They're going to hate me for it. I don't care. It needs to be. It's it's crazy. You know, they, you know, get this. Now, I'm not again, I'm not going to name the store, but there is a store here in Connecticut that will act. They, they sell this, Dino, you know, as a premium service. You can come into their store and tell them what flavor you want, what PGVG you want and what nicotine level you want. And then they will custom make it for you as you wait and it's like, someone told me it's like a buck a mil. So it's like 30 bucks for a 30 mil bottle. This is a custom service. How fucking insane is that? They're, they're going in a dirty fucking back room and they're mixing up your e-liquid right there, which is the cheapest thing in the world to do. And they're, they're marketing it as a custom service for customers where they can custom make whatever e-liquid they want. That's fucking nuts. That's crazy. Mixing e-liquid in your dirty back rooms of your stores has to stop. And I can't fucking wait until the states, federal, whoever comes down on it and stops it. Because it's got to fucking stop. It's got to stop. John's so right. There's like particles and shit floating around. You don't care. You're just fucking mixing the stuff. What does it matter with you people? And a market that is a premium service and charge customers 30 bucks for 30 mils as you're mixing it and you're fucking, oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god this is insane oh ed's on ed's on the line hang on fucking on fire i gotta calm down hang on i'm coming ed oops this stupid me has to do this there we go okay hello ed hello you called in finally okay so i wanted to have ed on because like i was explaining before i'm getting emails about ed's show Email. I'm getting Facebook messages. I'm getting everything in the world. Ed this, Ed that, Ed, 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 Ed. So number one, before I continue with this, first things first. Ed, what is your email where people can reach you? Vapingindustry at gmail.com. Okay. Vapingindustry at gmail.com. If you have an issue with Ed's show, that's the email you send it to. Not me. You don't send it to me. I don't give a fuck. You send it to him. That's who you want to complain to. Vapingindustry at gmail.com. Now, I will say this. And, I, and they can send audio clips, too. If they want to send an audio clip, I'll listen. Okay, yes, you can send an audio clip. You can also call in right now, 347-308-8329. If you have anything you want to say to Ed, he's right here. You can say it. So now I th- most of the emails, I will say 90% of them, I'm going to ask you since they've already emailed me and everybody wants to know. Most of the emails seem to be they're upset. 
because they feel like all your shows are just a attack on Dimitri. It's like not even a show. Like all he does is just attack Dimitri, attack Dimitri. It's constantly attacking Dimitri. Uh, what do you have to say to that? Because that that's what most of the complaints are. Why is that attacking Dimitri? Why does he hate Dimitri? Why is he making a show just a personal attack? What do you have to say to that? Well, I'm trying to make my show the premier show on advocacy. And the premier show on advocacy on the VP Live Network. And so Dimitri clearly is somebody that talks a lot about advocacy. And so he talks a lot about what people should do, like reporting labels. He does this whole vape-free use thing. He does Sevia, uh, which is a coalition of Chinese manufacturers. He uh, has a, a, an advocacy group uh, that hires lobbyists called Vista. He's also the premier member of the uh, Vapor Tobacco Association, VTA. And so for me to be talking about the things that he's working on is just because he has put himself out there in advocacy. And so if I'm going to say something that is different than him or disagrees with him, I'm going to point that out. But it's simply just because he's put himself out there and I'm putting myself out there, too. Okay, so what Ed is saying pretty much is he does a show about advocacy, and Dimitri is very heavily involved in advocacy. So because he does a show about advocacy and Dimitri is very heavily involved in it, he can't help but to talk about him because some of the topics involve things that he is doing. That's pretty much what you're saying, right? And, you know, while he's being an advocate, he's also a businessman, and he has he, he's going around to uh, Europe uh, and representing advocacy, but at the same time he's representing white-labeling services for his company. And so it, when, he, when he's portraying what he's, when he's selling services for, for his company, that, that is not always in line with advocacy. So there, there can be issues like that that I'm going to point out. You can't, it's hard to be a business and at the same time compete with people and at the same time tell your competitors what to do. And I believe that some companies are going around and using advocacy as a way to get the leg up on their competitors. Well, how else are you going to get the inside information? <laughs> if, you know, you've got people saying that, uh, like there was a, a company called uh, Hold Fast Vapors out there that is selling a product called Sour Dream. And they, uh, some people have gotten around and said nobody should buy that uh, juice from that liquid company until they don't market Sour Dream anymore. So if you complain about people's labels and you're saying that just because it has the word sour in there that it shouldn't be used, that's one way to stop your competitor. So th th that's just a problem that's going to be inherent if Dimitri is going to be advocating his company and advocating uh, vaping at the same time. Okay, and well, some of the stuff that's being put out there, I just disagree with, uh, you know, as far as uh, what should be done at conventions. Uh, should, uh, should people be selling high-end mods at conventions? Uh, uh, should, some people think they should not sell high-end mods because they're no, no starter products for new vapors. Um, so, I mean, there's things like that where he's, he's putting himself out there. And, and so, he, of course, people can have a view that is different than his. And that's all I'm doing. Okay, well, I personally think you're doing it because you don't like them, but hey, that's just me. Hang on, we got a phone call. 503, no, it, it, <laughs> 503 area codes are on the air. Yeah, this is Lee. I, I got I to tell you, I was the one that called in, and he made that funny 503. Are you there? Are you there? I got to say, Ed, you do a good mix on that. That was pretty cool. Give me a compliment before I do the bash, okay? 
the, ready for it. The Thank thing you. that pisses me off is I drive or I fly myself on a 14-hour flight to the Philippines to see our family. They, they asked specifically Bill Stardo and Dimitri to fly over there at the presentation. You don't think I'm going to be butthurt when I get all the way over there and want to get back, find out that they're going to turn around and say, no, nah, you know what, we got better things to do than to actually have you on the stage? That just would piss me off. So that's where I got a problem. The second thing I got a problem with is it's week after week I've heard you know going on about Dimitri. I get your point of view, okay? Don't get me wrong. I get your point of view. I, I'm not docking your point of view, but it's kind of getting old. But Okay, so hang on. Let me ask you this, caller. But hang on, Ed. Before you answer, let me ask you this. Does it seem like to you that he just has a personal vendetta against him and that's why he's just going on and on? Or does it feel more like what he's saying, like I, I just have to bring it up because he's involved in these things and I may disagree? I feel like he wants to bend him over with no Vaseline and say, gotcha. That's the <laughs> attitude I feel. Right. Okay. Right. I mean, I don't know Dimitri. I've listened to him on his show on VP Live Network. Like I said, I've been listening to VP Live for two, three years. Okay. You I've can catch him on the Stokes Free Radio Network now. <laughs> you know, I, and if I wanted to go over there and listen, I would, right? right, and right. I, I just so happen to, I don't call into your show very often. I listen to your replays all the time, right? And I love a lot of the people here. But I got to say that the witch hunt is, it's pissed me off. And I'm sure there's thousands of other people out there saying the exact same thing. It's flying my butt all the way over there because I'm supposed to be going over and doing a speech and then all of a sudden finding out I don't have time. Yeah, I got things I got to pack. I got to reschedule things. I got to move things. You don't what take the fuck does it matter for you if, you're getting, you're if you're getting paid by the fucking hour, who cares what you can do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, if you're going to be fuck. doing got, something in the, the industry. at the end of the day anyway. <laughs> who fucking cares? What are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, well, that's a big ass long flight. You want to call a spade a spade? Call a spade a spade. <laughs> no, you got, no, you got the, you know, fired up. Get the fuck out of here. What are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, okay. All right, Dimitri. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm Dino. You're the star. I, I Dino. I yeah, get yeah, it. Dino. <laughs> I, I get it, Dino. I, I understand he's getting paid. But, you know, it takes a lot of time. You're moving, going away from your family and doing things Who gives things a fuck away. if you're getting paid? You're getting a fucking paycheck. Who cares? <laughs> if I, I get a job, I get up in the morning, I leave my family for eight hours a day to go to fucking work. What's the difference? <laughs> oh, no, the caller's gone. Dino, you scared him off. Why? No, he must have got disconnected. He didn't hang up. <laughs> he hung up. Caller, you can call back. <laughs> You scared him. No, I wasn't trying to do that. I was just being boisterous. <laughs> All right, Ed. So can you respond to what the caller was saying? I, unfortunately, he's not here. I but... think I did. Yeah. Well, you gave you... <laughs> well I can. Re there was something he first he first said that I forgot what he said. But the second part was, did Dimitri fly over to uh, to uh, the Vape Jam UK? Okay. Hang on. Uh, wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. The caller's back. The caller's back. I just let want to bring me, the call. Okay, go ahead. But the caller's on. All right, I have you on caller now. It's responding. Go ahead, Edit. Go ahead. Yeah. He, the, the first part, I don't remember what he said, uh, so I need to hear that question again. But the second part was bending him over with Vaseline. No, I'm not interested in that. Believe it or not. Uh, so, uh, 
that uh, he was flown over, paid to go over to uh, Vape Jam UK. And, you know, they, those, those show promoters decided, you know, not to put him up there. But I don't really believe that anybody flew 5,000 miles over to Vape Jam UK just to watch Dimitri. I just don't believe and if if they were going to fly over, there would have been, like, scheduled time. So why didn't Dimitri and Phil and whoever else uh, have a scheduled time where they were going to talk? And so my point that I've said on my show is that if they want to do that, what they should do is what uh, the people up in Pennsylvania did and the people in, in Oakland, uh, Oklahoma. Somebody's got their TV on. Uh, what they did in Oklahoma, uh, and they taped those things so people can hear and watch those things later on. It is as if Dimitri thought that he had some sort of special message that could only be delivered live and it should only be shared at a live event. And I and I kind of basically don't think that base expos where people are going on their weekends to have a good time are, are, the, are the right audience for a big advocacy point because it's just not going to – it's going to fall on deaf ears. So – but, it, but, but Ed, hang on, Ed, to, and I, I think they realize that, but I think their hopes are, when it comes to advocacy at these events, that it may get to somebody. Okay, maybe 500 people there that are hearing this don't care, but maybe even t- if 20 of those people actually get the message, then, hey, that's 20 more that didn't before, and that's 20 more that are going to do something. Oh. And 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 I think right. and, and I can, and I hang on one more thing. I can't speak for them. I can't speak for Phil or for Grim Green or, or for Dimitri. But what I think the other issue is, and I think I kind of got this out of what Phil was well with at least with Phil, is that Phil understands a lot of people watch his videos, and I don't think it would have mattered what was coming out of his mouth. He could have got on the stage for twenty minutes and went ba 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 ba. I think that he just felt like. He let his audience down by not being able to go up and speak and say what they wanted to say. No, and, that, that's not true. That, that's how not do you know true? that's not Phil true? Said that everybody, Phil said that everybody that he wanted to talk to him, they walked up to him, and they all talked to him in the audience. Everybody got to walk up and talk to him. So Phil was at the event, and Dimitri was at the event, and people walked up to him and talked to him. So the show promoters got them out there, and, and people that were interested had one-on-ones, which is better than some guy going up onto a stage. But I will say this, Ed. Hang on. Negativity. I got to say this for what you just said. That is that is not true. There are some people, believe it or not, that are extremely shy, and they would like to have talked to Dimitri or heard from Dimitri or heard from Phil or heard from Grim Green, but they just don't go up to him. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to approach him. They're very shy. They don't. They just kind of stand back and watch. I, I've seen Yeah, some that. people are starstruck, and they can't even talk. Yes, that's right. They're, <laughs> they're starstruck, and, and, they don't, and they don't know what to say. I call, so, Dino, I call Dino Dimitri because I'm starstruck. Yeah. <laughs> right. But the, so, so I think they could have done that. I mean, they, okay, so they could have had their own little booth. They could have stuck those two in a cube, and they could have had their booth, and then anybody could have walked up to them, and they could have been like a, a booth like Kassar has a booth or, or whoever else. But my problem is that there's such a negativity that is going on about advocacy by some of these advocates that every time they go to an event, they go, oh, nobody showed up to this. We, we did this big advocacy, and only 20 people showed up. And it, it, they say that over and over and over again. And so what do you think is going to happen at the next one? They're going to go, these are a bunch of fucking assholes that are going to scream at us for not being advocates. Why should we sit and listen to them? And I'll tell you who did it right is uh, I think it was Chris Hughes and the people up in Pennsylvania. They did a dinner 
for advocacy that anybody could go to. It was just like a 20-buck dinner. It was not even an expensive thing. And they got 370 people listening to advocacy. So I, I, Dimitri can be upset, butthurt, or whatever, but there are other ways to do it that are more effective, and people are doing it. So why doesn't he just try something else rather than just to get up and bitch that people don't show up to advocacy? I don't know. I don't want to get involved in this whole conversation. Caller, <laughs> you have anything else you want to anyway, say? I'm getting I, bored. I, I, one last thing, Dimitri. Or, uh, one last thing about the Dimitri thing. Yes. Can, can you at least calm it down some? I mean, you went on several shows about the whole thing. I mean, you even put on yeah. Kevin. That, that was a cheesy show, man, I got to okay. say. But <laughs> yeah. I, just yeah. calm that down a little bit. Thank you so much okay. for letting me say my piece. All right, man. Thank All you, right. caller. Let, Thank I'll you for respond. calling in. I'll, yeah, I'll respond. Uh, yeah, Dimitri is not a, a shrinking little violet. You know, he's not a wallflower. He, he's more than tough enough to deal with me. And and the guy has come out me uh, incredibly hard, uh, saying that nobody should listen to me, nobody should uh, trust me. And, and he he's come at me so hard. Uh, when on his smoke free radio show he's done i've been in his room and he says tonight we're going to have a rant at the end and i'm like sitting there waiting for the rant you know who's it going to be what's going to be and it turns out to be me and then i try and get on the call and i try and call up and he just ends the show with that so he's ripped me left and right so i was perfectly willing you know if he wants to come on russia show i i will talk with him at any point but i don't think the guy has the guts to talk to me hey he's calling out dimitri Dino, you you hear it? Interesting. Yeah, the thing is, the thing is, he's already said that his heart can't take it. Well, maybe his heart can't take it. I know he had some health problems. I mean, listen, I I, I think Dimitri stresses right. out a lot, and that's not good for your heart. That's not good oh. for your health. You don't want to kill the guy for Christ's sake. Have you sake. seen Dimitri I mean, lately? No, no, I haven't. It looks, like his head, it looks like his head's shrinking. <laughs> he's probably yeah. on the run. So, I mean. <laughs> I mean, here, here's what I think was going on with advocacy. The final rules are going to drop. The FDA is going to come at people really hard, and there's going to be a lot of people freaking out. So there, there needs to be some sort of – we need to talk about this stuff, and it's going to get really bad really fast when those uh, final rules drop. People are going to have six months to get their act together, or the FDA is going to walk into shops and start pulling bottles off the shelves. So it's going to get really bad really fast. And Dimitri has often said that the industry is going to co- uh, go down to like 20 uh, different uh, companies or maybe less. And so what I'm trying to do is make sure that that doesn't happen to all these vapor companies. So there, there's plenty to discuss and there's pr- plenty to talk about. And if, if Dimitri is talking about advocacy as he does on his radio and he's got a whole bunch of other people, then he should be perfectly willing to have a discussion of the ideas. And I'm perfectly willing to do that. And I give my opinions of what I think should happen. And I'll give you one quick example is that I had some criticisms of uh, Evan over in Indiana. And so I, I, I laid those out. I explained what they were. Then I had the lawyer that is doing the federal case come on for a two-hour interview. And then I had uh, Evan McMahon come on for a two-hour interview, and I found out a lot of different things. So I, I, I will continue to do that, and, and Evan had a very fair hearing. As it turns out, there's somebody named Amy Lane that has been the thorn in this guy's side for the whole time. I had no clue to that. Oddly enough, and it's just odd enough, is that she's now going to be one of the hosts on Dimitri's network. So I'm sorry, but, you know, as long as these guys are out there, I, you know, if they're going to be talking about it, I'm going to be talking about it on the other side. Okay. And they're perfectly willing to go after me. Too. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, uh, and i got to end this. Uh, you're obviously doing a show about advocacy, and you feel there's certain ways that things should be done. 
Dimitri does a show about advocacy. He feels that there's a certain way things should be done. Obviously, both of you don't see eye to eye on certain things and ways things should be done. So can't you just agree to disagree and move on? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, because that, that, okay, that doesn't do anything. Because, because, because there's a problem. The problems aren't going away. If, if he's doing something the wrong way, like he's going after all these labels and stuff, and he's getting everybody in a big fury to go after labels, and the people are shooting after labels. And when it comes down to it, the labels are not going to make a difference. And so when, when that VTA went over to the FDA, uh, went into uh, Congress and added some things to give them new powers to go after flavors, everybody, he's doing a high five with VTA on his uh, radio show, and they're all like, you know, look what we did, look what we did. If you listen to this broadcast, you hear them saying that with this new amendments that have been brought in by VTA, that they're going to be able to go after flavors. And everybody says, oh, just ignore, you know, uh, I hear uh, Julie Woosner saying, well, just ignore that. It's not going to happen with flavors. I'm not going to ignore it. I heard the guy on the, the chairman say we're going to go after flavors. And so suddenly I'm saying, well, shouldn't we defend flavors? And other people are all, oh, just forget it. Just because the Congress that's, that is putting in a new law to regulate it and give the FDA more powers is saying they're going to go after flavors, that, that, oh, let's just go along to get along and shut up about it. I'm, I don't want to do that. I don't want to just shut up about it when, the, when they're coming after flavors now. Isn't, you know, so if, if, if the new idea is that you don't want to protect flavors, and the thing with the Vapor Technology Association is they have tobacco money that is funding them. And I tell you, the, the biggest worry right now that I have is that tobacco is going to get in and march with the flavors, and then tobacco is going to limit flavors down to 20 flavors. And so there's only 20 flavors, so that's, that's the way that tobacco companies can compete. Because right now they can't compete with 5,000 flavors and all these boutique flavors all the way. But if they're able to get it so you just have 20, 20 allowed flavors, 20, uh, you know, then the, you know, big tobacco can compete and take out the whole industry. Okay, so that's well, stuff that I'm talking about. Okay, okay, and maybe, that's I'm, maybe I'm wrong on that stuff, and I'm perfectly willing to listen to other sides. And a good example is when Evan McMahon came on and he set the record straight. So that's what I'll do. I'm a big believer in then instead of people just like, oh, we're not okay. going to mention the person's name that's doing stuff. Instead of – I will mention Dimitri's name. If he's going to say it, I'm going to mention his name. Okay, okay. Well, and if other people are doing stuff, I'm going to mention Dude, do you okay. fucking breathe? <laughs> Kevin hangs up on me. I would too. <laughs> Jesus about, fucking Christ. That's what I was about to say. You're putting Dino to sleep. He just woke up very angry. So now he was asleep, and now you just woke him up. So – Thank you for <laughs> thank yeah, you for calling I, I'm, in. I'm driving in. Start a, don't rant on me this week. Car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, 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 okay. Kevin called me up, said that I yeah, had I to just, come on the show. I pulled the, the, yes. the, the family uh, trip. Okay. Got stopped. I pulled over yeah, the I side know, of the road. I know. It's okay. raining okay. and thundering, thank, Ed, thank, and I made okay. the call. I have to hang up on him so he won't shut up. <laughs> I told you. This is what I'm talking about. Get the fuck out of here. Holy shit. He didn't take one breath. I oh. listened to see if he went, <gasps> and he didn't even do that. All right. Well, listen, whatever. My personal view is a both Dimitri and Ed both do shows about advocacy. They both obvi obviously have different opinions on things the way it should be done. Dimitri has his opinion. Ed has his opinion. Uh, they should agree to disagree, and that's it. Move on. Whatever. Some people believe Dimitri's way is the right way. Some people believe Ed way is the right way. Some people believe neither of the ways are. Who knows? And whatever. I just want to stop getting Ed mails, emails about Ed Wolf. I don't give a shit. Email Ed Wolf. That's it. I don't know why the fuck you're emailing me. Email him if you got an issue. He gave out his email. I don't even fucking remember it now. He's made me numb. 
Anyway, I want. <laughs> I want. All right. So I need to get back to. Uh, oh, I got to talk about this. I forgot about this. Okay. So apparently, uh, one of uh, Grim Green's uh, sheep has wandered off the Grim Army uh, field and wandered over to our SoundCloud page, and left a comment. Now, mm-hmm. just so everybody knows, I read. Of course, I read all the comments. I respond to the comments on my show. I don't respond to them there and type, and I'm not going to get in a fucking keyboard word with you. I respond to them on my show. So this was a comment in regards to where I was talking about uh, infringement. Uh, The show, I I think it was last week's show, actually, I was talking about it, about how uh, the Grim Army logo infringes on the Kiss Army logo, how the uh, Vaping with Twister 420 infringes on the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles logo. So this guy leaves this comment, and I'm going to correct your spelling error for you so you don't sound as stupid, because he said vapor tail. He means vapor trail. So one cranky dragon, this is his comment, vapor trail infringes on Rush's 2002 album called Vapor Trails. Now, <laughs> what he's referring to is we have this thing here. Our Safada group does an interview event called Connecticut Vapor Trail. Okay. Now, number one, you're an idiot. I'm going to go through all these and explain why you're an idiot. Number one, Rush does not have a copyright and or trademark on the word vapor trail, the word vapor, the word trail, or the word vapor trail together. Rush does not have a copyright or intellectual property or any ownership, any copyright, anything on the word vapor trail. Okay, the only thing that Rush has a copyright on from their 2002 album called Vapor Trail is the artwork on the album. Now, stupid, let me explain this to you. (laughs) Us calling our event Connecticut Vapor Trail in no way infringes on Rush's album in 2002 called Vapor Trail because they have no copyright or trademark on the words Vapor Trail. Now, let's say we took their artwork off of their album, right? We stole their artwork, we put it on all of our advertising for our event and used their artwork and then wrote Connecticut Vapor Trail on it. Then that would be infringing on their 2002 album called Vapor Trail. We're not doing that. That's not happening. There's a, there's a difference. I hope you understand the difference, dummy. These two uh, reviewers are taking copyright trademarked images, using them, and, and not just using them, putting them on products and selling them and making money off it without the copyright uh, owner's uh, permission. We're not doing that. So Rush does not have a trademark or copyright on the word Vapor Trail, so your first point is fucking stupid. And it gets worse, Dino. Here's Let's continue with this comment. Plume Room's cursive infringes on classic literature. <laughs> so he's saying because, because the Plume Room, which is one of our sponsors, which has phenomenally liquid, because Plume Room uses cursive, for their, when they write the plume room, they're infringing on. So I guess his point is classic literature has a copyright on cursive. You idiot. That's not so stupid. How can you not see that and, and see how stupid that sounds? Uh, classic literature does not have a copyright or a trademark on cursive. You idiot. 
I mean, you know what's funny, Dino, is, is he, I think he wrote this comment and really thought to himself, I got him. I fucking got him, <laughs> man. Oh, I got him. Oh, what's he going to say to this? Okay, so that and now it gets even more stupid. Let's continue with this comment. Smokeless Images Vault infringes on Winston cigarette packages. <laughs> so now what he's talking about is our other sponsor, Smokeless Image, has a uh, starter kit called the Volt. And they actually have one that comes in a uh, package. Like, it looks, it's about the size of a cigarette pack, and they put the battery everything in there, okay? Nowhere on that pack does it say Winston. Nowhere on that pack does it use any images from the Winston cigarettes. Um, if you're talking about because the package has red on it, Red is not the color red is not trademarked by Winston or anybody for that matter. Anybody can use the color red, you idiot. Um, so that, that that's another stupid thing. They're not using anything trademarked or copyrighted by Winston cigarettes. So that's your third stupid comment. Let me continue for what he says. Okay, let me continue. You may want to take your advice and clean up your own backyard, dude. Tell dude. me <laughs> as he said. Dude, tell me you do not read these comments. Call me a jerk off. I am hard pressed to catch your show live due to work. I'm not going to call you a jerk off. I'm just going to say you're stupid. You're stupid. This comment is stupid. It's absolutely idiotic. Uh, you need somebody with a brain to read it back to you so because you're not going to listen to me to explain to you how idiotic it sounds. And this does or proves nothing it doesn't take away from the fact that you have two vape famous reviewers out there using copyrighted images and putting them on products and selling them without the copywriters permission stupid comment try again leave another comment try again go to somebody with a brain and say can you help me write you know like a comment that <laughs> might actually make sense or like you know <laughs> oh my god these people he thought he had me, Dino. I got him. I got him. He probably woke up the next morning. Hey, Mom and Dad, look at this comment I wrote. I got this guy. It took me days to come up with this comment. I think I got him. <laughs> His poor father is saying, that's nice, son. You want to go get a fucking job now, you son of a bitch? Go work somewhere. Do something with your life. Babe <laughs> tricks, Dad. <laughs> But, Dad, it took me forever to write this comment. And now i got to practice my cloud chasing. I'm going to win $100. $100 at the vape shop, Dad. That's I can buy more juice. <laughs> I could buy, dude, for $100, I could buy, like, like 10 hundred mils of Blue Dot Vapors liquid, Dad. That's a lot of liquid. I can get all the Clapton coils for the whole year. <laughs> I could buy the steep liquid this time, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear Rusty's show? No, I didn't. I didn't get to hear yeah, it. Yeah, apparently he has blown the lid off of the uh, boutique wire uh, that it's all just bullshit. It's all the same shit. Yeah, you know, I did see that a few weeks ago. That's been out for like two or three weeks now. I saw the guy on uh, Facebook. I saw it actually. I saw it on the Vaping Dudes Facebook. He, vaping uh, Dudes? Yes, the Vaping Dude, I think it's called. I, oh, I, that's a person or is that a group? I, I think it's a person. I just think oh, he's yeah. the vaping dude. And I saw it on his Facebook like three weeks ago or two weeks ago, and uh, yeah. Does, does it? Do you find it disturbing that people are referring to themselves as their screen name, handle, whatever the fuck you want to call it? Because <laughs> I find it very disturbing. 
Yes. Like, hi, how are you? What's your name? Uh, my name is Own Boy. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? You know, I always thought that was ridiculous, and I never created, like, you know, and this all really started from years and years ago when we had, like, Vapors Form or ECF, um, and people would come up with, uh, you know, these names that they were referred to by. I think mine was always either Kevbo, which is just my first and last name, or uh, uh, I think when I first started, it was Kev. B- I, I I never created a name for myself because I thought it was so stupid. I, I I'm Kevin. I you know I I I never got into creating a a name for myself. But yes, a lot of people do this, and they create these uh, names, and it's uh, like who's the guy that weird. does the vape tricks? Uh, douchebag? <laughs> no, no, no. You know the guy. You you mentioned this Facebook group or something. Uh, that does vape tricks. Skadood, skadood. Oh, skadood. Yeah. Okay. Skadood. <laughs> like the fuck is that? Somebody called you skadood. <laughs> I was out with skadood over the weekend. Like what the fuck? A squid dude or something like that. I mean, I don't know these people, but do I don't they, think they their mothers or fathers named them that. Do they go to the bank and when they uh, you know? Yeah, they 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 sign skadood. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like like when the green goes out, he signs the green. <laughs> the green. <laughs> the green, What's yeah. your name? I'm Grim Green. <laughs> Grim, duh. Grim Green. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand that. I never had a name. I think so. it's pretty funny. I find it disturbing <laughs> when 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 they refer to themselves as it. Hi, I'm this guy. You know, they say the name. I think it's fucking. But they're so stupid. they're so known known by those names. Like you know, a lot of times if I'm talking to somebody about Grim Green, I'll say Nick. His name's Nick. I'll say you know Nick. Did you see Nick's video? Did you see what Nick said? Blah blah blah. And they have no idea what I'm talking. Who's Nick? They have no clue. I right. have to say Grim Green because they have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's you know, funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Hi, I'm Ruby Roo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing, though, is I know Ruby's real name. And when she was here, I didn't call her by her name. I called her Ruby. And I, I don't know. I just... Oh, her name, I figured her name was Ruby. No, it's not. Her name is not. Oh, it's Ruby. not. No, but I just I called I called her Ruby. I don't know why. I should have called her by her name. I felt like right, a douchebag right, right. calling her Ruby, but whatever. I mean, she responded to it, so it is what it is. <laughs> but <laughs> and if anybody's on hold, you better hurry up. You gotta press the number one if you want to be on the air. Three four seven three zero eighty three two nine. We got a lot of calls just sitting there. I don't Good. Know they... Send them in. Well, if they want to come on, because I also have to play this recording. I maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should save the recording for for next week. Because Jan and I recorded uh Hey, well, no, I guess I can play it. So, yeah, hurry up. 347-308-8329. If you're on hold, you got to press the number one so I know you want to be brought on the air. So, yeah, I talked about this guy's idiotic comment. Uh, mixing liquid in stores. Talked about the Play-Doh. Wonderful device. Mm. Talked about these blue dot vapors. I'm sure all the blue dot vapor fanboys. I, I wonder if they have a... Uh, what, what, what is that thing? The, the group that... The comes, Vaping Legion? The, the Legion, yeah. Have, has Legion. anybody from the Legion come after you? No, no, no. Yeah, I've got no, nothing. Been, everybody calm down. I feel, you know, I, maybe everybody came to their senses and realized that it was just a big, dumb fucking uh, war to start for no reason. 
Maybe a couple of them even have brains and understand, you know. Maybe, yeah, you know. <laughs> you know, their claim to fame is they put Dr. Crimi out of business, a guy that was making juice in his fucking basement. Yeah. Right? All right. Listen, you want to know the truth? I really don't care. I got no, no beef with nobody. Everything's fine. I just want to sell atomizers and everybody leave me the fuck alone. Well, actually, Dr. Crimi was, Dr. Uh, was making it in a shed, and Dr. Crimi put himself out of business. Oh, is that right? By doing well, I mean, listen. By doing that, if they came up with the pictures and exposed whatever, the point is, is he put himself out of business by mixing e-liquid in a dirty fucking shed. Yep. That also makes very much sense. Yeah, and you know, I really can't wait for all these states to start coming down with e-liquid manufacturing standards because I'm going to be on board. I'm going to be saying, hell yeah, we need some fucking standards over here. I'm sorry. I'm not going to side with all these stores that are mi- that are mixing it up in their dirty back rooms because they're making a fortune, and I'm, I'm, I'm not for that at all. And I'll probably have enemies, but I don't give a fuck. We need to have standards for the way this stuff is made. Insane. You're sitting in fucking dingy back rooms fucking mixing up e-liquid. Ay, ay, ay. Crazy stuff. All right, so apparently nobody wants to come on. They're just listening. They just like listening to you, Dino. They love you. Me? Yes. I got hate mail this week. Oh, did you? Yeah. What? (laughs) Somebody sent me a message saying that I don't know how to talk. You don't know how to talk? That when I speak, I I don't pronounce words correctly and that I, uh, I, I just don't speak correctly. Wow. Told me I was dumb. Really? They said you were dumb? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my That's God. That's all right, though. That's insane. Yeah. I didn't really pay no attention. Well, here, I'll play this for them. Here you go. You're all morons. There you go. <laughs> <It's> your response. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I am not. I'm not an optometrist. Right. That is true. You're not an optometrist. I agree. No. I agree. Well, I got everything out that I wanted to say. Fuck yeah! I feel good now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's all the show is. I just bitch. I bitch. I see things. I go nuts. I hear it. I go, what the fuck's going on? Well, I I, you got to think about it. It's, it. it's not really hard to find stuff to bitch about in this industry. No. I mean, I could fucking, I, I, I find the week's worth of, fucking, of, uh, of content in like three minutes on a Monday morning. Right. It's 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 nuts. It is. Everybody everybody's fighting with everybody all the time. Uh, uh, I mean, I fucking put a post up on my Facebook page. Uh, I, I'm building the last velocity of V2 on on the first run. Yes. So I I posted serial number and I said, "All right, this is the last one. What should we do? Should we make another two thousand pieces?" And everybody's saying, "Yeah, let's do another do another run." Blah, blah, blah. And the one guy writes, "Not a fan." <laughs> so I says, okay, that's great. I says, that means there's be more, uh, one more for someone else to buy. Right. But I say to myself, what was the reason for him to post that? Like, if you got nothing nice to say, why would you say anything? Right. You know? Right. So, and then, and then, you know, it turns into a fucking shit show with all the comments and fuck you, you're an asshole, you're a douchebag, because you know how people are when they're on a keyboard, they could say whatever they want. Right. So. It's just I just find it very amusing that every day you can find something to bitch about with this. Well, let me ask you this. 
I saw the other day on Reddit, there was a post that said, uh, my velocity keeps lighting on fire. And the guy, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, the guy has no idea what he's doing. And more than likely, it's just, it doesn't matter if it's a clone or not. He just has no idea how to build it. He has no idea what he's it's doing. It's lighting on fire. Yeah, but that was the post. My velocity keeps lighting on fire. What, what, so, <laughs> what do you think? I mean, does that bother you if you see that? I, I, I think it's silly. It's ridiculous. It's not the no, velocity, because it's, obviously. it's stupid. <laughs> you know, I'll give you an example. Cisco gets a, a, an email from a guy who bought a velocity and he, um, and he melted his insulator. So C- Cisco says, all right, send it and I'll replace the insulator. So Cisco gets it. He replaces it. He sends it back to the guy. And two days later, the guy messages him back i melted my insulator again yeah so he's like what the fuck how could that be send it back again so he gets it back again he goes through the whole thing top to bottom he tests it this that changes everything all the parts sends it back guy melts it for a third time (laughs) so it turns out he was building like 0.01 ohm coils on a dual mechanical series box mod (laughs) <laughs> and, and it turned out that he was vaping like 520 watts going through this fucking thing. So now how can you take something like that? This is a moron. Right. This is a moron. So what are you going to do? You're going to fight with the guy? I told him, tell him to send it back and give him all his money back. Right. Because you don't even, why would you even want to deal with this guy? Yeah, no, just give so, his money back. Yeah, that's all. So I don't really pay it too much mind unless somebody is, uh, you know, if they don't like the product that it's, they, they, it's fine. They don't like the product. But if, if somebody wants to make a beef about customer service, I usually get involved because it's usually not true. I would send him all his money back, and I would say, here's all your money back. You're too stupid to own my product. Have a nice day. No, well, you can't say that to <laughs> customers. you got to be nice. You know what I mean? But that's the truth. <laughs> that's the truth. Oh, God. That's crazy. Well, it didn't happen on my Twisted Messes RDA. So <laughs> should have stuck with that. Yeah, right. Yeah, then go back to that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> you're right, though. You do. I mean, I, in all seriousness, you do have to be nice. And, I mean, we get that in the store. We get people that uh, um, they had that happen in the store today. Some guy brought in a, a mod that was all beat up. And he says it doesn't work. It doesn't work because it was probably dropped a million times, and he broke it. And then he gets mad because yeah. he wants to oh, I want another one. <laughs> well, you broke the one you have. I'll give you another one. I mean, if, if something's wrong with it because, you know, it's defective, that's one thing. But you can't buy a, a fucking mod, drop it, beat it up, and bring it back a month later and go, oh, it doesn't work, man. Uh, you know, give me another one. Fucking nuts. People are crazy. Yeah. You know, you got to, you're in a retail business. You got to be uh, somewhat diplomatic. Yes. You know, you have to if yes, you want to stay in business. You yes. could think in your head all you want, but. Of course. Yes, that is true. This is why I don't sell direct to the public. This is why I am not in the uh, e-cig retail business. I don't. I mean, I I, I don't mind it. I, I I can be very diplomatic. I'm fine with. I, I don't mind dealing with customers like that. I just don't. It doesn't bother me. I really don't care. I can be as nice as nice can be. Sometimes I think I'm too nice, and I shouldn't be. But you know, I whatever. answer. Every single message that I get on Facebook, every email that I get regarding, you know, people need help. I fucking go on Skype with them. I I call them on the phone. I do I do that. But 
when you get a lot, you get people that just are too smart for their own good. And those are the ones that become the problem. Right. You know? Yes. And I would imagine in a vape shop, it's worse. It's not too bad. I mean, you get some of that. You absolutely do. Um, like we had, we had one guy come in a few weeks ago that uh, had a mod. He said it wasn't working. <clears throat> oh, no, I know what it was. He had, a, he had a mech mod. He said, I just bought this battery a couple days ago, and it doesn't work. And the battery, he gave it to us. It was starting to expand. It was on the verge of uh, venting. So one of the guys that works there was looking at his mod, and they're like, well, dude, this is why. They're showing what's wrong with it. I mean, you have no insulator. They're going through the whole thing like this thing's a mess. So your battery almost vented. You know, I would not use this mod. Well, I want another battery. I, 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 he said the battery's no good. I said, you're understanding, though. The battery was fine. It's that your mod is no good, and it was going to cause the battery to vent. If I give you another battery, you're just going to vent this one, too. Because you shouldn't be using this mod. Well, it's only two days old. I want another battery. So I, I, I was fine. I said, fine. So I gave another battery. I said, this is the last one I'm giving you, though. And I'm telling you right now, if you use that battery in that mod, it's going to vent. You should not be using that mod. That mod's dangerous. I would not use that mod. And he just kind of shrugs his shoulders and uh, just walks out of the store. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably like put, can... put it right in the mod as soon as he <laughs> walked out. So. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you try, and, 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 and they just don't listen. Well, actually, he ended up coming back, like, I don't know, a few days later and actually buying regulated stuff. And he actually ended up buying a lot of stuff and, you know, getting the right stuff. So I, I think he did stop using it. I don't know what happened. But anyway, uh, it's insane. Yeah, I mean, they just they, – they don't uh, – some people just don't listen. You know, you can tell them day and night. They're just going to do it anyway. And I don't know. It is what it is. Anyway, I got to play this. Re I got this thing. I got to play with Jan. It's it's pretty long. It's about an hour, and I do want to play it. So this is gonna be a very long show, but not for Dino. We're gonna let Dino go. Alrighty. The star is about to leave the building. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. All right, later. Okay. So I'm shutting down the phone lines because there's no reason to have them on because it's going to run over anyway. Okay, so like I was saying before, I was speaking with Jan from Anti-Nanny. We had a great discussion. I recorded it. I'm going to play it for you right now. Here it is. Now we are doing this. I am joined by Jan from Anti-Nanny with Raven Grimm. How are you, Jan? I'm good. Thanks for asking. How are you? I am very well. It's been a very interesting week. Interesting week. Yes. Have you heard this? Hang on. I got to play this for you. I think what okay. I want to do is I want to talk just for a second. I wrote this out and it's very close to my heart because I was down there and I watch our police and our firemen down on 7-Eleven, down the World Trade Center, right after it came <laughs> down. And I saw the greatest people I've ever seen in action. He was down at 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah. So after the planes hit the World Trade Center, Donald Trump felt the need to go get a squishy. Yeah. He would say, you, <laughs> people are voting for this guy. It's insane. I, 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 oh. oh, it's scary. It's absolutely scary. Unbelievable to me. <laughs> he was actually here in Connecticut. He was actually... Uh, and you know what? I, you know, I really think that's why he's doing so well. Now... Connecticut's a small state. Right. Okay. We're a very small state. 
a lot of times presidential candidates just pass us off. They really don't care. We're so small. We're kind of, you know, not really relevant. Right. Uh, Donald Trump last week actually came to Harford. And I think that's oh. I think that's one key thing that he's doing. You know, he's I just think he's going everywhere. And, you know, people are like, wow, he's actually coming to see us and he's coming to talk to us. And I think people just I mean, I know here in Hartford, it certainly works <coughs> because now, like since he's come here now, all of a sudden the others are coming now. Kasich is coming. And uh, I don't think uh, the the other guy running against Donald Trump, uh, Cruz, is coming. Maybe he <laughs> is. I don't know. But uh, I know Bernie Sanders uh, is going to be here uh, tonight and uh, tomorrow, or I think tomorrow. But now all of a sudden they're coming. But I think that's what he does. I think he's just very good at going to different states and just getting there first and saying, look, here I am. I'm here to talk to everybody. And they like it. And they end up liking the guy, and then and he's getting votes. It's yeah. Cr- yeah. It's crazy. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're in trouble. <sighs> I, mean, I, I don't know. It's And, and you know, I don't know if this happens in other countries around the world, but I know mm-hmm. here, if you want, if anybody's like in the UK or, or anywhere, cause I know different countries listen to us, just watch, go on YouTube and watch uh, a, uh, one of these town halls or one of these, watch one of these uh, debates that they have. They're on CNN, Fox News. I'm sure there's presidential debates on YouTube. It's, mm-hmm. it's the most insane thing ever because the people ask a question and most of the time they never answer it. No, they don't give an answer. And then people applaud. Hey, I, it's the craziest thing ever. They don't answer the questions and then people applaud. And I, I don't know. I mean, does this happen around the world where other politicians or is this just us? I mean, that's insane. You see what I'm saying, Jan, right? They like I do. I, I don't get it. How the fuck does that happen? I don't know either. But, you know, I, I think somebody should just say to them, just answer the fucking question. Yeah, you know, like like but answer nobody does. No, and then they just applaud him and they move on. It's it's like it's like we're all <laughs> idiots. Like, okay, we're going to have these debates. We're going to ask questions. They're not going to answer them. Then everybody's going to cheer and you got to decide who's going to be president. It's it's the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. And I, and it makes me feel like like I don't know, like they think I'm so stupid. I well, I don't know. It's insane. Did you did you happen to hear what Ron Paul said about the elections this week? This week? No, I did not see what he said this week. Um, well, he was being interviewed, and he said that uh, basically American elections were rigged and that you could only vote for whoever the 1% wanted you to vote for. Um, I don't. It feels like he's right. You know, I don't think Trump's going to get a shot. I don't think Sanders is going to get a shot. I think it's going to be Clinton and Cruz or Clinton and Kasich, and that's it. That's the only two choices you're going to get. But see, I I, I agree with him. I half agree with him. I believe that these elections are rigged by the media. Uh, The media saying Donald Trump 50 million fucking (laughs) times gets people all excited and they're actually voting for him. I, be, I, I believe they're rigged by the media. I do. I, I believe it's just repetitive. In, in a sense, it's the same as repetitive advertising over and over and over. Donald Trump, Donald Trump. That's all they talk about. You go to you tune, you tune into MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, any of the big three right now. I guarantee you at least two of them are talking about Donald Trump. And 
it, I, I do. You know, that's how I feel. It's rigged. Is that the the, the media is deciding who's going to run? The media, like I said, I said this months ago. The media has already decided. Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. That's who's going to run. It's that simple. And I believe it's going to be Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. I don't know. I, I think I think you're going to have a contested primary uh, on both sides. I, I really do. Um, I just I don't know. I don't know. And then I don't know if you saw the thing where Hillary Clinton was spending uh, all of this money. Um, okay. Hillary Clinton's PAC spends $1 million to correct commenters on Reddit and Facebook. FEC loopholes mean correct the record can openly coordinate with Clinton's campaign. So anytime you see somebody publicly boosting Hillary Clinton, you can't tell whether that person's paid to or not. Right. And you, and I mean, a, and another interesting thing, too, is like because we're voting uh, mm -hmm. this week, Sunday. So this week for the right. past two weeks, our TV has been bombarded, bombarded with Hillary Clinton right. commercials, Bernie Sanders commercials. They're all over the place. Mm -hmm. Every other commercial is a Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders commercial. <laughs> right. uh, I've only seen one John Kasich commercial, which just started maybe about three days ago. And it's on maybe every once in a while. Right. No Donald Trump commercials. He's right. He doesn't even have to advertise. There's none. <laughs> and no Ted Cruz commercials at all. It's just straight. It's it's uh, the, the well, amount they I must mean, be spending is insane. It's, I'm telling well, you, Jen, I mean, it's every Typically, commercial. you're a blue state. Yeah. You know, you're not really a red state, which is surprising considering the amount of money in Connecticut. But you're typically a blue state. So, of course, the big Democrats are going to spend their money on advertising there. Oh, it's insane. And you're right. I don't know how the hell we are a blue state. I mean, it's um, there's there's a lot of money here. There's uh, yep. uh, you would think that they would be Republicans. They're not. I, th I think it's starting to shift, though. Our governor here has done such a horrific job. <laughs> things it is things that we have a billion dollar deficit. Things are so bad here that right. uh, I think he's really just turned people off to Democrats in general. And I think there's going to be a turn. I, I really do. I think it's uh, it's starting to happen because our governor has just been horrific. Daniel Malloy. Malloy has just been terrible. Um, so I, it's a shame. I, it is. It's a shame. But I don't know. At least that's what I see. But it's insane. But speaking of this, you know, I, 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 I've got to bring this up. There's two things I okay. want to bring up with you. This is why I want to have you on. Okay. Speaking of advertising. All right. I was sitting there the other day and counting how many big pharmaceutical advertisements there are on TV. <sighs> Every commercial break, I counted minimum two, maximum four. Yes. Every commercial break. Um, sure. Big pharma, school, big pharma advertisements uh, for mm -hmm. various drugs. So I started researching this just for the hell of it. I'm like, I can't be the only one seeing this. Right. Big pharmaceutical is last year last year 2015 they spent sure. 4.6 billion 4.6 billion dollars on advertising and this year they're projected to spend 5 billion not million billion dollars on advertising it's crazy that is insane now, mm -hmm. mind you, that includes television, social media, radio advertisements, you know, everything. But still, sure. that is five billion fucking dollars. And yeah. one thing I did not know is I guess there is a move in government because, mind you, 
There are only two countries in the world that allow big pharmaceutical advertising. Us and New Zealand. We're the only two countries yep. in the world that allow it. And they mm -hmm. allowed, in 1997 is when the United States decided to let, you know, big pharmaceutical companies advertise. Sure. Um, this is the dangerous thing about, now. Call, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. That's why I have you on. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm wrong. But <laughs> I think, and th they're pointing out different reasons why it's bad. But to me, this is why it's bad. Okay. When you have, now, for example, they're trying to apparently change this. There's something going on in our government and our federal government to change this so they can't advertise anymore. Uh, nobody knows that. Nobody knows that because the media is not going to advertise that. They're not going to let people know that it's happening. They're not going to let people know that's going on. Now, why is the media sure. not going to tell people? Because their biggest advertisers are big pharmaceutical It's big companies. pharmaceutical. God sure. forbid they say a single wrong, negative, or bad thing about big pharmaceutical companies. You know, it was interesting. The Today Show, uh, uh, maybe a week or two weeks ago, we're talking to uh, uh, the uh, De Niro, Robert mm -hmm. De Niro. And they were talking to him about- Oh, about the movie Vaxxed. Yes. Sure. Yeah, well, it was supposed to be about the taxi driver union, but he just went off about the movie Vaxxed. Good for him. So, yeah, exactly. Good for him, right? He just, he, you yeah. know, he said he was very honest. I really don't know what's going on, but something is going on. Something's sure going is. on with these drugs. Uh, mm -hmm. The drug companies are ignoring it, blah, blah, blah. And, and he did, you know, point a finger. But it's not that. It's it's the vaccines. Yes. Is is what he's talking about. But he did, um, he did point a finger at the drug companies. So sure. now... I thought, okay, the Today Show let him say 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 what he had to say. That's wonderful. That's wonderful, right? They let him say what he had to say. That's great. It wasn't supposed to be about that, but it was wonderful. Oh, no, right. no, no, no. Absolutely not. The very next day, the Today Show did a whole story because they said they wanted to just clarify and give both sides of, sure. of this argument. And pretty much this whole piece was just discrediting everything he said. Okay. Okay. Now, th that, that's scary to me because what's happened here is something between after he was off the air and he said that it, they didn't even wait 20. I mean, the very next day, 24 hours later, they're doing a piece discrediting everything he's saying. Why did that happen? Uh, that, I don't know. I you, don't know. But um, actually, if I knew you wanted to talk about this, I would have handed you this Ben Swan video. Um, there have been protests outside the CDC for the past week about them not telling the truth about vaccines and autism. And I mean, big protests. You don't hear that in the mainstream media, right? No. you. There's videos of this. And it's happening consistently because they had a whistleblower who said that they covered up that they found not causation, but they found linkages when they did studies between black babies autism rates and certain vaccines that were being given to infants and the CDC hid that fact yes and has continued hiding it well you know people who pay attention to the alternative media know about this and they've been going and protesting about it but you're not seeing that on the news are you no you're not and you're not seeing it on the news and this is this is what I'm trying to bring up this is the scary right. part because big pharmaceutical companies own the media. They own they it. Do. They will not say one negative fucking thing about it. anything they're doing. God forbid they reported on that. There's no way. Big pharmaceutical is paying 
the salaries of all these people reporting the news, paying the salaries of the people putting it together. They are keeping uh, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, any news agency alive. They're most, uh, a majority, not most, a majority of their money, uh, definitely more than 50% of all the money they're bringing in from advertising comes from big pharmaceutical. God forbid you say one bad thing about them. That's why you don't hear about it. And that's why, as far as I'm concerned, advertising should not be allowed by big pharmaceuticals. It should be taken, they should outlaw it immediately because they own our fucking media and we're not going to hear the truth. Now, I don't know much about vaccinations. What I do know is that I would guess that not everybody reacts to vaccines the same. I do agree that there might be, though it may not, not be a large majority, but there might be. Uh, children out there that could have an adverse reaction to uh, vaccines and uh, it should be discussed and, and it should be investigated and something should be done I mean it, it's just it's crazy how the in the media oh no 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 everything's fine you know what uh, the today should they did like oh well you know uh, it's been proven that mumps goes up if you stop vaccines and diseases go up and da da da. I mean, they just will not even acknowledge it. I mean, that's not well, crazy. Of to course, think they that. won't acknowledge it. I mean, you realize this was something I found interesting a, a few years ago because a friend of mine, her son has autism, and I was trying to help her to bring a, a case in the United States Supreme Court, the, the vaccination court. They have a court that rules on whether children were injured by vaccines and awards the parents a certain amount of money based on whether they were injured by vaccines or not. So I did a lot of looking into into these vaccine cases. And, and one of the things I found out is before a child is about a year old, their body can do nothing with any sort of vaccine that you introduce into the body, right? Right. But yet when you take a baby to see a pediatrician at three months, six months, nine months, and a year, they're bugging you to give them all these vaccines. And do you know what doctors at a CDC conference were telling other pediatricians? They were telling them, yeah, we know it does no good, but you've got to get parents used to vaccinating the children. That's why we have you bring them in, why we put these people on these schedules so they get used to bringing their kids in for vaccines. So you're overloading a child's immune system when it can do nothing with it. Right just because you want to get parents used to doing something. That's crazy to me. No, it's insane. And, and, it is. and, and there's something there in what they're saying. L I, listen, all I know is I am not, I, I'm, I'm confident that if you give a child the mumps vaccine, maybe 98% of them will be fine, but there are 2% out there that it could really hurt and really mess up. Oh, sure. And they just will not acknowledge that. And the media is not going to do anything to acknowledge that because they're owned by big pharmaceutical. I think it's so dangerous that big pharmaceutical can, can advertise. And, and it, you know, it's, it's, it's got to stop. It's, it's an example of crony capitalism or uh, corporatism, inverted totalitarianism, whatever you want to call it, where the government becomes partners with these big businesses and then writes the rules just to affect things better for the big pharmaceutical companies. And it's just crazy. That's not if you're if you're going to have a big government like this, it's supposed to work to protect the people, and it's not. It's not in any way, shape, or form. The rules are biased for the large pharmaceutical companies, and it's crazy. I mean, th this is why libertarians, etc., argue for minarchy 
shrink the size of the government and you actually have less problems. Right. You know, I was reading this article. This guy says, do you really want to trust your health to convicted corporate criminals? Drug companies are master marketers. Yes, but you've got to look beyond the empty promises of health and happiness that they tack on to just about every prescription and pill. Make no mistake, the leading pharmaceutical companies are also among the largest corporate criminals in the world. And they are little more than white collar drug dealers. And the biggest offender is Pfizer. Sure. They had the largest healthcare fraud settlement in history. Pfizer was ordered to pay $2.3 billion to resolve criminal and civil allegations that the company illegally promoted uses of four of its drugs, including the painkiller Bextra, the antipsychotic Geodon, and the antibiotic Zyvox, and the anti-epileptic uh, anti Lyrica. Yep. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> These people, this is insane. Well, and and you're not hearing about that on the on the news at night, no, are you? Absolutely not. When you turn on the mainstream media, what are you hearing about? Trump, Trump, Trump. Um, a feel good story, a story about a Kardashian. You're not hearing about anything that really matters, and it's crazy because these things, what these corporations are doing, what the government is doing, they're all things that affect you. And you deserve to know about them. You shouldn't have to hear about them on a fucking vaping show, right? Right. No, it's crazy. And, that, you know, and, and it makes when I saw that Today Show thing, I said, oh, my God. So I wonder, like, if after uh, Robert De Niro was done with that interview, like, did that, like, contact them immediately? Did they immediately contact NBC and say, hey, listen, uh, I don't know what that bullshit was you had with uh, De Niro on there, but you better fix that shit quick. And they were like, oh, my God, we better scamper. We better do something. We better put a piece together. We better <laughs> I mean, how does that work? Do they, like, contact, and say, contact them and say, listen, what the fuck? And then, or probably, do they just... They probably threatened to pull their advertising money out. Right, right. Of the entire network, right. I would and assume. And then the network pressures them. I Do you remember, and you might not, but there were a group of people that used to do stories for CNN a few years ago, and they were doing a story about uh, these war zones in Bosnia. And they got pressured to kill their story. Well, they went and investigated why their story was being killed. It seems like people that were connected to the top businesses in Bosnia didn't want the country to get a bad reputation so they forced CNN to close down this investigation into war crimes. Oh. This happens all the time. The reason you don't hear about things is because it's all about the money. It's well, always about the money. It's not about your health. It's not about the world. It's not about what's right. It's about the money. But I think more than ever now, people are waking up, especially the younger generation, the millennials, I guess they're calling them, and they see this. And I, I'm just, you know, I know Al Jazeera tried um, to have a, I guess, legitimate news source where you're going to get real stories. They actually did sure. that story on Chantex, which was wonderful. Um, mm -hmm. It didn't work, honestly, because they called themselves. I, I, you told me this. You're absolutely right. They called themselves Al Jazeera. It's true. They should yeah. change the name. They should never call themselves Al Jazeera. When Americans hear Al Jazeera, they think terrorists, uh, uh, yeah. you know, bombings, suicide bombs, and they just completely ignored it. If they sure. change a name, it probably, I, I hope, I really hope at some point, some, somebody with millions or billions of dollars can come along and create, because I do think there is absolutely a need for good, honest, legitimate news being reported. That's not going to be influenced by big uh, money, especially pharmaceutical. 
I do think there's a market for it. I, I just, I, I think it's time. I, I, I don't. Ten years ago, I would have said no way. I do. How think about it's Roots time now. Action? They're great. They do great work. Abby Martin does great work. RT America does great work. RT UK does great work. All of these are honestly, and this sounds pretty terrible, but they're all kind of the, the other side of the story that you should be hearing. You're not hearing it. Abby Martin especially does a great job. She leans very much to the left, but she does a great job on a lot of these stories. And I forget uh, the channel she works for, but I'll look it up. Because um, you can watch. They have a ton of news that's just done by, you know, people who are writers and authors, people who are normal people. Um, and that's something to watch, but people don't know it exists. No, and that's why they need the hundreds of millions of dollars to have to, to to be put on uh, Comcast, on Time Warner, on DirecTV, on Dish Network. It costs millions, tens, probably hundreds of millions of dollars to do it. They need that because that's the only way they're going to get noticed. The only way they're, they're going to get any sort of attention is if somebody can come across them when they're flicking through their fucking remote watching cable. That's it. Well, well sure. I mean, I absolutely agree with you. I, I agree with you. Uh, Abby Martin's TV show um, is called uh, The Empire Files, and you can find that on YouTube. Type in Abby Martin, The Empire Files. They're all there. Like I said, I, I know that she does TV on a actual network, and it's a network um, that's just composed of just different people. If you want to make the news, you can go to this network and they will work with you. Which sounds crazy. Um, there's also the Real News Network, which I'm not a fan of. But they also do some good stuff. You can go to YouTube and type all that stuff. And all of this stuff exists. You just have to look for it. Why are you not a fan of the Real News Network? Um, just I'm just not. I, I don't like the man who runs it. Although I think the stuff they're doing is above reproach. Um, Media Roots, you can go to... Um, SoundCloud and type in Media Roots Radio and it'll bring up all the podcasts that they do. All this stuff is out there. It's not something you cannot find. No, it's out there, but it, it's, it needs to be mainstream. That's what's stopping it. It, it but needs you, a financial yeah, But backer. if it were mainstream, it would be subject to the exact same pressures. You would not hear these stories if it were mainstream. Because uh, they would need the advertising dollars. I mean, there's got to exactly. be some way that they could get the advertising dollars at a legitimate. I, oh, it's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame. I don't know. I mean, I, maybe approach, I, uh, I don't know, approach Tide Laundry and say, hey, we'll just show your advertisements and that's it. You pay us a fuck ton of money to keep this going. I don't know. Something. It's it's sure. It's a shame. But I, I do. I do think at some point it's going to come. It is going to at some point become mainstream because. I'll tell you what, if, if Donald Trump does become president and it goes badly, which there's a very good chance that it will, um, I think people are just going to be fed up. With that. I, I do think there's enough people that want to change and, and, and they do see what's going on. You know, with, with, with now we have Internet, we have social media, and it's been mm -hmm. the most wonderful thing to get this kind of stuff out there and open up people's sure. eyes. Where We didn't have that. When we were kids. We didn't have that. It was just whatever was on the fucking three major networks on TV. You turn the dial on your TV and that was it. So at least now there's ways 
to sure. to get it out there. But yes, the big pharmaceutical company should not be allowed to advertise. It should be taken away. I hope whatever's going on in government right now has it taken away, because it should be. And not for the reasons they're giving, just for the pure <laughs> reason of how they manipulate news. It's that simple. They manipulate. You know what? Even if it's even if it's something that has maybe nothing to do with them, they can manipulate it. All they sure. got to do is make a call and say, "Hey, we don't like that. You mm -hmm. want it? You want us to continue advertising?" Boom, story gone. That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. Sure. I mean, it's crazy, but it's how it is, and the smart people are looking for alternatives. And the, the people that listen to your show are smart, Kevin, so they'll look for alternatives. All you have to do is tell them where to go. Well, yeah, they're, uh, there's mo most of them. Most of them are smart. I have a couple mm -hmm. stragglers that come in, and they think they're smart. There's actually a comment that this guy left on my last show that I'm going to talk about before. Uh, if you're listening to the replay, I've already talked about it, but... <laughs> oh, my God. It, it, <laughs> I don't know where this guy came from. But anyway, yeah, so hopefully that does happen. And, uh, you know, I, I watch like I, – and I'm watching like a lot of UK – I have that XBMC box. Right. And I've been watching like UK stuff like ITV and BBC and, sure. um, you know. And, and you want to know what's yeah. great is is when you watch their TV. Like, I, for example, we watch uh, Britain's Got Talent on ITV. It's on at 11.15 mm -hmm. on Sunday mornings, the replay, or you can watch it live. three. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Right. There's not the bombardment of commercials that we have. Yeah, well, they pay a they, but they pay a licensing fee for that. You know what I mean? They pay a fee for that. If you don't want, okay, public broadcasting, the idea behind public broadcasting was that your tax dollars were going to go into providing this unbiased stuff for you to watch. And yet, look at any show that comes on PBS. It comes with advertisements from the Ford Foundation, the Carnegie Mellon Foundation, yeah. a whole bunch of other foundations that should have nothing to do with your news or, or whatever happens to be on PBS. So the idea that it works or how it's supposed to work, well, it, it doesn't work. There yeah. has to be a new paradigm. The paradigm has to shift, and you're seeing the beginnings of that with the awareness that people have. Yeah. You know? It's a good thing. Being well, aware is a good thing. Well, yeah, being aware is a good thing, but the problem is, is most Americans are fucking sheep, and whatever the news says is truth, and you got to believe what they say because the news wouldn't be reporting it if it wasn't true. And Do you know what's funny, though? Uh, I find less and less people talking about, I was watching the news last night. Everybody's got something better to do. And I think that has to do with the idea that's coming to light, that people know that the mainstream media is lying to them. I think people know. They're, they really aren't stupid. They can push it out of their conscious thoughts or they can pretend it doesn't exist. But deep down, they know they're being manipulated and they don't like it. That's why news ratings are so freaking low. I mean, they're so low, it's disgusting. And that's across the whole spectrum from the nightly news to some of the morning shows, to even news networks. The ratings are so low, it's laughable. It's really ridiculous. They don't represent the views of the people that they pretend to represent. And, and people I, know it. They're and, not I dumb. and I don't know how these people do this for a living. How does Matt Lauer live with himself and do this for a living? You know, I'm sure there's, there's some stories <laughs> that he's fed, like, oh, my God, I actually have to talk about this. Yeah, sure. yeah I guess that... that 
paycheck must be, uh, that's reason enough. And hey, if I got to fucking uh, lie or, or say bullshit because I'm getting millions of dollars, I guess why not? I don't know. I that I don't get it. But Well, you know, I honor is a different concept when you got a family to feed, I guess. I don't know. I have no idea. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm no reporter, but I, I couldn't lie to people. Well, I guess the money uh, overtakes their uh, sense of decency. I have no idea. It's crazy. So That's a moral thing. Yeah. Go ahead. So there's something else I want to talk about. And I, and I really I really want to simplify this because I want people to understand. I think there's so much confusion. But before I bring up uh, what we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. I have to say this. I have to say this. So this week, when it comes to vaping, we got a bit of positive news. We got some positive news, right, Jan? Sort of. Some positive news. We got some positive news. Wasn't the greatest, but we got some positive news. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to do that because I think everybody pretty much knows who they are. There are I want everybody to understand. There are going to be people out there who, no matter what positive news may come, are going to make it negative. And they're going to make it negative because they've been saying for years that this industry is doomed, we're doomed, it's over, we're fucked, this is going to be taken away, this is going away, we're going to have no e-cigarettes, no e-liquid, no flavors, no nothing. This is all going to be taken away with us from us. They've been preaching this for years and years. They are confident this is going to be taken away from us, we're going to lose everything. And it doesn't matter what positive news comes their way, they're going to twist it and make it negative because they don't want to hear positive news. They've already predicted that this is all going to be taken away from us, that the FDA is going to get rid of e-liquid, e-cigarettes. It's all gone. Brick and mortar's gone. Online sales gone. Everything's gone, gone, gone. Now, I'm not talking about organizations. I'm not talking about various vaping organizations. You know, I, I've, I, I've talked to organizations about this for years. Now, an organization doesn't really want to jump on something positive and say, hey, this is great, and I understand why. They want people to be afraid. They think that if you're afraid, you're going to actually hopefully do something. So, though they may point it out, they still want you to understand that there's a big fear and we really need to, to fight because, you know, all this stuff could be taken away. I'm not talking about organizations. I get it. I get why they do it. They're hoping that if you believe that this there's a very good possibility that we could lose all this, that you might actually stand up and do something. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about individuals out there, certain vape famous individuals who have already made clear that this is all going away. So any positive that might come of something, they're going to twist it and make it negative, 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 negative. And that's got to fucking stop. And I'm not going to name who's doing that because I think everybody knows the people that are doing that. So anyway, what I'm talking about is we got a bit of positive news that now the grandfather date we have is February 2007, right, Jan? That's the initial grandfather date, which means any products that were on the market after February 2007 would have to go through FDA approval according to what the deeming regs say right now as it currently stands. Mm -hmm. So what happened this week with that so people can understand? Because everybody's confused. They're all saying different things. What happened Uh, with that? Okay. What happened is um, something was put into an omnibus bill, which is a bill that kind of has to pass. Uh, 
um, that would make it somewhat easier. It would move the predicate date, which you're calling the grandfather date. I'm calling the predicate date. That's the actual correct term for it. Right. To a date when the government sees fit to allow the FDA to rule on uh, tobacco products, with other tobacco products, which would be cigars, electronic cigarettes, that sort of thing. Right. So it allows things that are still on the market to stay on the market and makes that the new predicate date, which, which would allow innovation to flourish. Now, has that date been changed? Or has uh, no, I mean, it's gone before the House. It still has to go before the full Congress, okay. right? Okay, before it's completely a done deal. Uh, there's some language in there that's concerning, uh, particularly the language on batteries. But I would suggest that there are copies of this all over the place. People can obtain it. It's actually not written in horrible government ease, which is usually how this stuff is written. Mm -hmm. and, and read it and judge for yourself. Don't take somebody else's word for it. You have a brain. You have a mind. You have eyes. Use it. It's really not a big deal to read it. So you know what date, I mean? Yeah, so the date has not been changed. It still has to be approved by Congress. It still has to go yes. through Congress, and they have to mm -hmm. decide whether or not it's going to be changed. Sure. Because I see a lot of people out there going, oh, it's been changed. I mean, there's no, it's it arguing on Facebook. No, it, right, exactly. It's, it's the first step in a long, it, it's the first step in a long marathon. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes <laughs> okay. sense. I just want people to okay. understand that. And then, yeah, there has been a lot of, a lot of talk about uh, the uh, uh, batteries, for example. People are saying, oh, well, the date might be changed, but they're going to, the FDA is going to ban batteries. What? <laughs> you, how you you can't ban batteries? I mean, basically, yes. all of this stuff is is easily. Even if they said, say, a vendor couldn't sell that, or say they said a vendor couldn't sell flavored e-liquid, they could only sell unflavored. There are really big, really easy ways around that. Do you remember Juicy Vapor? Yes. Remember they used to sell plain e-liquid, and then you could buy the flavor, and right. you mixed them together, and you had flavored e-liquid. Right. Now, there are very easy ways around that. And if they said a vendor couldn't sell batteries, well, everybody knows where you can go to f buy these batteries. Right. You know what I mean? Just not eBay, hopefully. Hopefully you're smart enough not to buy them there. Um, it, all of these things are pretty much easily obtainable. Wire, wick, uh, all the things we use are, are easily obtainable as part of something else. And... We all know that even if the government refuses to believe it. You know what I mean? Vaping will still go on. Right. Right. Well, you know, it, I, I do think a lot of the problem, I, working at a brick and mortar, mm -hmm. I think a lot of the uh, online businesses as well as brick and mortars fear losing batteries because honestly, they, we sell a lot of batteries. Sure. We sell a lot of batteries. I mean, e-liquid's the biggest seller. Batteries are second. And uh, I, I think that when they that's a possibility, they get very concerned, like, oh, my God. Oh. They, and, and I mean, I, now, so the FDA could, if they wanted to say that a brick and mortar online, what, what have you, could not sell batteries. They could do that. Well, they could. But I mean, aren't there ways that we could easily regulate ourselves? For instance, how much does a battery case cost really, Kevin? Right. 
Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm serious. I'm oh, saying say it as a dollar, dollar twenty five yeah. to the cost of two batteries. You could sell them that way, with a little pamphlet that that warned people of the dangers of not keeping batteries in a battery case. You right. know what I mean? There right. are ways we can regulate ourselves, and if we demonstrate we can do that, then there's really no need for the government to step in, right? Right. I just didn't see so, how they could possibly have any sort of say over batteries. Aren't they the Food and Drug Administration? <laughs> I mean, how the hell are they talk? I, No, and, and I agree with you. Uh, there are other if, – if we're going to talk about batteries, nobody has better track records or better understanding of batteries and battery safety than underwriters' laboratories. Uh, and really, they're the ones who, although they're a private entity, should be the ones that I, I think uh, vendors uh, approach – Mm-hmm. You know, if vendors could get together as a group, they're the ones that they really should approach about what is a safe way to sell, you know, this type of battery. You right. know what I mean? For guidance. Um, and I don't think the government is prepared to do that. I think they like to pretend that they know everything that's going on, but they clearly don't. Um, so I would assume the regulation of batteries would have to go to whoever regulates electronic devices. But I can't prove that. But that just makes sense to me. Right. Doesn't mean that's what the government's going to do, though. Right, right. Now, now, what about the other uh, thing they're going off about with the flavors? They're saying, oh, well, it include. They're going to have. They're going to ban flavors. Uh, uh, if you look in the language, they're going to ban flavors. What, what, what are they talking about? Uh, they're talking about what they consider child-friendly flavors. Um, and I didn't really. I didn't really see that that was so much mentioned. Um, I saw people talking about it, but I didn't see that it was so much mentioned when I read it. Um, you know, they can say they're going to do whatever they want. Um, and when you looked at when they had the hearing, did you see any of that when they had the hearing? No, no, I didn't. Where all these people were standing up saying, oh, this is going to make it easier to regulate this or that or this or that. I didn't see any of that in the language, but of course, as more time goes on, it makes it easier for them to insert language that they think is better for their side. Um, but of course, as time goes on, we have more time to lobby our Congress <clears throat> members. I had to stop myself from saying Congress critters. I can't help myself. I want to say it all the time. Um, our Congress members to voting to support our wants and our needs. Right. Now, and especially for business owners, I think that's a big thing. People don't realize that. Uh, as a individual person, your voice has merit, but if you're in a congressional district, you bring in money to that congressional district. That speaks in some ways so much louder to a congressperson than just a single voice. Right. Right. And again, this is all stuff that isn't set in stone. Things could be changed. Oh. Things could be uh, added. Things could be taken out. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, all in all, is this is this a positive thing for us that's happened? Um, I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, and that's, that's um, more optimism than I've had in a few years. So I'm optimistic about it. It could be a great thing. But it is right now is the only game in town. Mm-hmm. So get get to know it, read it, learn about it, and never be afraid of talking to your governmental officials. They represent you. You pay their salary. 
let them know how you feel. Things aren't going to change unless you let them know what you want to happen. And if you want good things to happen, it has to happen by raising up en masse and just doing it. And they're also saying something else. They're also saying that uh, Big Tobacco was involved in putting the language together for this. You know, when you look back to the 2009 Family Smoking Prevention and Control Act, when that was passed, Mm -hmm. Big Tobacco was involved with the language for that. Not only Big Tobacco, Big Tobacco and the Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids sat down and wrote this stuff out together. You know, I think most people don't know that. And of course, business will always lobby to do what's best for itself. Now, if Big Tobacco was involved, it was probably in suggesting some of the language through their lobbyists. Right. But that's that's always going to happen. That is how Congress works, unfortunately. I just have any fear of of big tobacco you know a couple months ago they had lobbyists from Mm -hmm. rj reynolds running around here (laughs) trying to convince the stores that we need to align with them uh to fight any uh coming you know any any current or upcoming legislation in connecticut Mm -hmm. and then they went after our uh, safada chapter you know telling them the same thing we need to come together and da 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 and we were like (laughs) no <laughs> no, thank you. We don't have anything sure. to do with you. I mean, you know, that we've been in there for how many years saying that we're anti tobacco, we're against cigarettes, you know, our products mm-hmm. people off cigarettes. How the fuck are we going to walk into a uh, public uh, health hearing with <laughs> RJ Renault lobbyists with us? They're going to be like, what? I, I thought you, you know, it, it, it's the wrong message. We we're like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But boy, were they trying. I mean, it was, it was. It's crazy. I, I just, you know, and I was. But I, and I'm going to tell you something. I think Big Tobacco isn't stupid. They know where their future lies, right? There's always going to be that, that percentage of people that don't want to switch. But government regulations are coming down pretty hard and, and pretty fast on, on everything. The yeah. Tobacco, uh, if you look in the United Kingdom, right? They're denying people who smoke and people who are a little bit overweight operations. If we ever get to single payer in this country, you would find the same sort of thing happening. And I think Big Tobacco is smart enough to know that the future lies in in smokeless alternatives, whether it's electronic cigarettes or, or snooze, that type of thing. And they're desperate to get the innovators on their side. I, I don't know any other way to describe why they do what they do. But they're not stupid. They know their interest lies in keeping that market alive. So they're going to lobby for their part of that market. And that's good. That leaves us the time and the energy to focus on lobbying for our part of the market, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. You know I mean, what? Big at tobacco- some points, the interests are, are going to be kind of the same. Right. Um, but in not in always. And... Once we know what those differences are, we can lobby for our side, right. separate mm-hmm. and equal, if and, we can get that. And, you know, Big Tobacco, I, I, they probably don't realize it, but they should be in love with uh, cloud chasers. They should love them because I, I have friends who have seen cloud chasers, like in bars or at a nightclub mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. and they, they, they will not touch an e-cigarette. 
They're like, I, that fucking looks stupid. It looked like a douchebag dude. I'm not doing that. I'm gonna. I'll keep on smoking. That's <laughs> what <laughs> so they tell me. They say these idiots are blowing clouds all over the place. Oh fuck that! I'll just I'll just keep on smoking cigarettes. Yeah, there there is always going to be people that are going to stay far away from this, and mm-hmm. they just want to smoke. You know, sure. They, they just don't care. They're they're gonna keep on smoking. They think it's dumb. They think it's ridiculous. Uh, they they find all the media that this is actually as bad or worse than smoking, and they make themselves believe that. And uh, there was some guy that was a reality star, some reality star a couple weeks ago on Twitter that made a comment like, you know, uh, I heard that vaping is just as bad, so I'm going to keep on smoking. <laughs> and everybody started going, at, like all these vapors started going nuts at him. And he's like, Jesus Christ, you know, <laughs> where do these people come from? <laughs> it really is amazing how anything that's said bad about electronic cigarettes or vaping, how people on social media just come out. I mean, the meat uh, uh, today show won't talk about e-cigarettes anymore. They will not even bring them up. In fact, the, the last thing that they talked about was that uh, video where the kid had the battery in his pocket and it was all over the mm-hmm. place at the convenience store. Which was like, right. I think it was last month. And mm-hmm. you know what? I couldn't believe it. Savannah Guthrie actually said after they showed the video that, uh, you know, he, he had a, a battery that apparently got mixed up with some change or keys or whatever. And people just have to exercise battery safety, learn how to, uh, you know, store these batteries so that doesn't happen. It was actually, exactly. she just, yeah, she just gave a, a couple lines of how you should be safe with these batteries and store them properly. And they went on. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, my God. They didn't say anything bad. They didn't say anything. I, I mean, I, I think they learned their lesson. Like, we're not going to say anything bad because me and these other crazy fuckers are going to come out of the woodwork and come after us. But right. it actually wasn't that bad. What she said was actually very smart. Yes, it's, it's battery safety. Learn how to, to, to properly store these batteries. Sure. So I, learn how to properly store them. Learn how to properly charge them. And, you know, just... It, I think Don't we're so I think we're so strong <laughs> on social media that we have such a strong presence that mm-hmm. presidential candidates are even afraid to bring up e-cigarettes. <laughs> I do. I believe they're afraid to bring it up because, like, oh my god, if we say the wrong thing, these fuckers are going to come after us, and, and <laughs> they don't even want to deal with it, so they won't even talk about it. They won't even mention it. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. I, I, I believe that, though. I really do. I think it's just a very touchy subject right now that you just, you know, I saw something the other day, too. I don't know if you saw that article where Leonardo DiCaprio was attacked. Um, the article was something about he claims to be an environmentalist, but he's blowing oh, yeah. vapor all over the place and, and polluting oh, sure. uh, the environment. Yeah. Uh, he still won't come out and say anything. I mean, I th- figured after that, he'd at least come out and say something. Well, like, are you, you serious? Know, I, I don't think he's going to say anything, though. I, I think he believes his actions speak louder than their words. And you know what I think is hilarious? Not that I'm a fan, but I see pictures of Ben Affleck all over the place vaping. Um, openly. Yeah. You know, and I think that's a big thing, really. I think them doing it openly is a bigger thing than them coming out and saying something because if they're willing to be seen using these products how can they really be bad for everybody you know what i mean it's it's a visual perception thing well yeah um, and, and i know visuals are going to last a lot longer than words yes and it's an instant it's an instant perception changer for people and and, and i'm sure that's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's view on this is what else you want me to do? 
I'm sitting at the fucking Oscars vaping for Christ's sake. What is your, I'm, I'm everywhere vaping and I'm letting people take pictures and film it. And I'm out there saying, yes, I do this. Um, and I understand why he's ignoring most everything. I, I guess he feels. But what what gets me is that he's not a dumb guy. He knows that this is being threatened. And I think if he and, really. Yeah, but you see him using it more now. Do you know what I mean? But if he really cared, if he really cared about helping people like he claims he does and saving the indigenous people and all this fucking bullshit he spews, then I would imagine he would just at least come out and, and say but something. But how, how do you know he's not behind the scenes pumping money into one organization or another? You don't. A that lot of true. people do good stuff and don't say anything about it. I mean, look at Prince when Prince died, right? The guy that used to work with him, the guy that used to work for the president and quit and then went to work for Prince, right? Mm -hmm. That guy straight out said, every time you saw Prince at a concert, the reason you saw Prince at a concert in a big place like Detroit or whatever was because he was behind the scenes working with the mayors and stuff and pumping as much money as he could into programs to help the people in those neighborhoods or whatever. And he didn't want his name attached to it. That's the thing. We, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We're not privy to that. So you don't know. You don't know what he's doing. You don't know what Ben Affleck's doing. You don't know what John Cusack's doing. We know all three of these people are famous vapors. You don't know what they're doing behind the scenes because they have to be cautious about their image, but they also, I'm sure, want to protect this, this fragile industry. Well, I, I hope that's thing. I hope that's the situation. I just now hope it's a situation where he's thinking, well, I can get whenever I want. I'll never lose e-liquid in e-cigarettes, so you know what, whatever. <laughs> as long as I have it, fuck everybody. I, I do hope it's something where he is doing what you're saying. Maybe he is contributing to organizations behind the scenes and just not saying anything mm -hmm. um, so that this is available for not just people now but future people who want to get off cigarettes because obviously he knows it obviously works yeah. and uh i hope that is is, is the case because i unfortunately get this view from him like oh i'll always be able to get it so whatever fuck it i'll put out there that i do it you know and let people know but hey you know if it goes away whatever fuck it i just i hope that's not the case i, I gotta say i don't know it, it used to really bother me that i would see these people vaping and they never said anything but you know um I see Leonardo DiCaprio and Ben Affleck, who I can't stand, and John Cusack publicly vaping all the time. I never see Katherine Heigl do it anymore. Yeah. But I always see all these other guys now. Right. Maybe they're just mavericks. I don't know. But they're doing it openly. Cool. Keep doing it. Keep on doing it. Let people see that it's not hurting anybody. Right. That's the best thing they can do. And they also have a fine line, too. You know, people have to understand, and I do get this, they have whole PR and management teams behind them. Sure. The last thing they want to do is they don't want their client offending anybody because mm -hmm. they don't want it to affect jobs. They don't want it to affect their celebrity. So maybe the balance with them is you can't go out and say anything. You want to go out and use the fucking thing and get pictures taken of you. Go right ahead. But you can't say yeah. anything. And maybe they're saying, okay, fair enough. I mean, maybe that's the uh, maybe that's their way of saying, yes, we support this, mm -hmm. us out in public using it. But unfortunately, we really can't say anything. And I, I, I get that. I mean, if, you know, they don't want to risk their career. Uh-huh. 
So maybe that's just the fine line, you know, maybe that's how celebrities put out there that they support it. It's just you can take pictures of us, we use it in public, but we unfortunately can't say anything because God forbid we have a film coming up that's funded by Pfizer and we're out <laughs> saying anything good about e-cigarettes. We're going to lose that role or God knows what. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's hard to know. Um, Hollywood is is the strangest industry and business on planet Earth. And I am happy not to be famous or involved with it at all because then I can say what I think and tell the truth. Right. Exactly. Listen, I don't even want to be vape famous. I, I, I do my <laughs> but hardest. But you're not. See, see, you've done it smartly, though. Nobody knows your face, Kevin. They know your voice, but they don't know your face. That's right. They which don't know is my like face. the smartest thing to do. And I don't put really. my and I don't put myself there. I, you know, I, I feel. I feel bad sometimes, sometimes, I, you know, because I do get emails, Jan, where sometimes some people reach out to me, mm-hmm. you know, hey, can I just, you know, friend you on Facebook or could I just, you know, uh, maybe send you an e-? I, and, and, and I ignore them for the most part because I just don't want to be out there like that. I'm very private. I hate people. I'm sorry. I don't like people. <laughs> I have very few people in my life. Uh, you know, I have all the friends I could possibly want or need. I, I just I don't want to put myself out there. I, I feel bad sometimes, though, because I know they listen to me every week and they're like, oh, I just like the guy. And I, I don't know. It's it's just it's I, I hate that. I you you have to have a private life, though. You know what I mean? This this is why you've heard my shows where I'm like, and if you have any complaints about what I've just said, because I know it was inflammatory, send them to Kevin at Vapor's Place. You know, And I give your email address. I don't want to get hate mail. You what? know, I don't want to get love letters. I don't want to get hate mail. Uh, I just want to live a private life. Believe me, I understand. Yeah. And it's not that I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't like people. Although I've worked in retail for a really long time and I'm not fans of people who shop in stores. But um, I don't hate people. I don't like large crowds and groups of people. I think they behave differently. But I love individual human beings. But I, I still have to have my own space and time to have a life. Because like I, I couldn't do what, say, Nick does. I couldn't do what one of any millions of these vape famous reviewers do. I couldn't do it. No, I couldn't do that. I, I, I'd go nuts. No. I, I couldn't do that. And I, I'm the opposite. I do hate people. And <laughs> I just... <laughs> you know what, though? I will say this so all my listeners understand. Uh, it's very, very seldom that I go to one of these these vape meets. Like, we went to Vape Northeast last month. Right. When I go to an event like that, I have... That's me saying, I want to meet you. I prepare myself for that week, and I say, you know what? I'm going to be at this event. There's going to be a lot of vapors there. More than likely, there's going to be people there that I know that listen to me. You can absolutely come up to me, introduce yourself. How you doing? I want to talk to you. I, I, I do want to talk to you and meet you and, and, and hear what you have to say. And that I'm fine with. Because if, yeah. if I'm at a vape meet, I'm putting myself out there saying this is going to happen. Don't shake my hand. I don't want to shake your fucking hand. Put out your fist bump. I'm OCD. I get all whacked about that. But I do, <laughs> I, I do want to talk to you. And I, and, and, and I, and I do want to meet you and, and see who my listeners are. And, you know, I'm, I'm dedicating myself that weekend or that day, whatever it is, you know, one, two or three days to meeting people and, and, and hearing what you have to say. And so when I'm at a vape meet and if you do see me, absolutely, I want you to approach me. I'm fine with that. 
I, I, I know there were people on Vape Northeast that listened to me, that saw me, that did not approach me. I saw them. I saw them look at me. I saw them pointing at me, and they just kept on walking because I, I, I think they were. And I listen, I appreciate it because you know how I am. And you're thinking he doesn't want to be bothered by us. But, no, if I'm at a vape meet like that, absolutely. I, I'll be more than happy to talk to you, and, and, and I'm fine with that. I just don't want to include you into my personal life. Sorry. I, <laughs> I, well, you, you want to have a personal life, and yes. that's totally understandable. Yes. I hope that doesn't sound I, mean. I hope that made sense. Well, it made sense to me because um, how many times have you told me before, you know, people can't get in touch with you. Yup. <laughs> right. I don't You're even, like, people want to talk to you. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I don't even have voicemail on my cell phone. I have never set it up. I have people go, yo, I'd shut up your fucking voicemail. Because I don't want it set up. I don't want to hear a message from you. I see who's <laughs> calling, and if I want to talk to you, I answer the phone. If I don't answer <laughs> the phone, means I don't want to talk <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. And I certainly don't want you to leave me a message saying, hey, call me. My voice wasn't set up, then I, then I don't have to listen to that. I don't know. I'm right. just, I'm, I'm weird like that. But uh, before we end this, I want to bring up something too. Blumenthal, okay. Blumenthal, oh boy, <sighs> he gets slammed. So this idiot brings up uh, banning e-cigarettes on uh, carry-on luggage, which pretty much yeah. bans e-cigarettes because you can't put them in your luggage. You can't. Mm -hmm. So if you can't put them in your carry-on, that means no e-cigarettes on planes. Uh so what happened was, I, now correct me if I'm wrong, I believe they voted to decide whether they should even hear it or not, right? Like if they should even bring it up. Right. And I think it was 94 people voted no and six <laughs> <laughs> voted yes. Well, um, yeah, but I mean, that's also in one of those bills that has to be um, passed for the um, FAA. Right. I believe that's where he stuck the language. The language is still in there, but um, no one wants to mess with it. So I'm, I'm assuming if things keep going this way, there'll be a language carve out. Right. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I mean, I can't predict the future. But uh, if that happens, I, I certainly imagine the U.S. Postal Service will be happy because anytime somebody has to go somewhere, they'll have to mail their freaking gear to themselves. Right. A week before they leave, which is just crazy. It's just crazy. The thing that bothers me most is that these are the batteries that are in your laptops and cell phones. And right. I never see anybody talk about banning those on a flight. Nope. And we've had more cell phone uh, battery explosions and laptop explosions than we've ever had e-cigarette battery explosions. But nope. Oh, sure. Nobody there talks was, about that. There was a one a couple of months ago where a woman actually, her cell phone, her iPhone, started a fire in the cabin it yep. exploded so hard it started a fire yep that doesn't normally happen you know generally speaking but those you, are fine those are fine we can't ban those <laughs> those are fine i don't like blumenthal and when i saw that pop up when it first happened i went oh look it's monday blumenthal needs to make the news again have you ever noticed it about that guy oh yeah he feels like he needs to make the news cycle every Monday. God only knows why. Absolutely. Well, like this whole thing, you know, the 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 the, the Clinton commercials they have here, the Hillary Clinton commercials. A lot of it's about about uh, Sandy hooking guns and and banning guns and going after guns, 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 guns. You know, <laughs> I look at this and I'm saying, okay, so her logic is is it's not the people; it's the guns that are killing people. Like for example. <sighs> They should be allowed, people should be allowed to sue the uh, gun companies, right? 
the, oh, the, the family of subsidiaries should be allowed to sue the gun companies. But wait a minute. Now, why don't we do? Why, why are we not doing the same thing for cars? So let's say um, someone's driving a Toyota and they hit me and I get injured. God forbid I become a paraplegic because I got ran by this fucking person driving this Toyota. Why can't I sue Toyota? Well, I mean, if you want to talk <laughs> right. about insane lawsuits, um, the guy who was in Fast and Furious, the last one, the guy who died, Paul Walker. Yes, yes. Okay. About Porsche. His daughter yes. is suing the company that made the car he was in. That's right. She's suing Porsche. Yep. Yeah, saying that they didn't have enough safety features and yep. that he might have lived had they done that. <laughs> that That's not cool. Once you open up the laws, the the. She's just not suing him, Jan. She won. She won. No, no. She she won another case, but no, she bought a completely different lawsuit against Porsche. She oh, won a suit okay, against okay. the family that. Oh, that's hit right. Him? You're right. Yeah, yeah. She. That's right. She. She. So this uh, is a completely separate case. Yeah, she sued the family. The guy that was driving the car is the case she won. Yeah, yeah and right. I, yeah. I don't think she has a leg to stand on. Um, I really don't. But you never know. Money, money talks, and she, he's got a lot of it now. But I'm just saying, if Hillary's endorsing that we should sue the uh, gun manufacturers, then we should be able to sue car manufacturers. Can we sue her parents for her? Because I, that I, might be yeah, good. Right. And you know what? I, I, it call me crazy, but I think cars kill more people than uh, statistically. Like last year, I would think that cars would have killed more people in the United States than guns. Mm, statistically speaking, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you really want me to look up statistics, we can we can talk guns anytime you want. Yeah, but so I really need, well, well, I need about a day to go through all my I, statistics. I, I do believe statistically, say in 2015, more cars in the United States killed people than guns. And so, why is she not going after uh, cars? We got to ban car. We got to get rid of cars. They're dangerous. Well, I don't know, but maybe you could bring that <laughs> idea up to any other presidential candidate. I mean, and I'll tell you who scares me. Trump keeps talking about how he's going to sue all these people who say anything about him. Yeah. He wants to open up all the courts to any sort of case like that where somebody gets annoyed at somebody for saying something about somebody. That's that's ugly. <laughs> that's going to be some ugly stuff coming. Maybe we should just move. <laughs> move out of the United States. <laughs> I don't know about moving, but... Um, uh. I um, for people who want an alternative, I guess there's Gary Johnson and Jill Stein. If you like the Democrats, I really urge people to look at the Green Party. It, it really is time to give a third party or a second party really a chance because you almost can't tell the Democrats and the Republicans. There's actually parties. a guy that came in our store the other day. He was getting signatures for a petition to get Gary Johnson's name on the ballot. Aw. Yes, he said they were not. Uh, well, I wouldn't go all too much. He was getting paid a buck fifty per signature, but <laughs> but yes, he was trying to. Uh, um, they Gary, he wants they want to get Gary Johnson's name on the ballot to uh, you know for president of the United States, and they were because I guess you have to get so many signatures before you can even be put on the ballot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yes, he's yeah. A, he's attempting that now. That's awesome. And unfortunately. Because of the way our media works, nobody knows who in the world Gary Johnson is. So you're going to have to Google him if you want to learn anything at all. Because you will not find <laughs> it out in our media or on our news or in newspapers or magazines or anywhere. I don't know. Reason covers him quite a lot. Well. Reason magazine. Well, I know. 
That's not a mainstream <laughs> publication. Right, right. <laughs> what are you going to do? All right, well, it's been over an hour, which I can't believe. It felt like it's been 20 minutes. But I know. Uh, I know it's crazy. But uh, thank you for joining us, Jan, as always. It's a pleasure. You can listen to Jan Mondays at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Anti-Nanny with Raven Grimm. And not you must, this week. Oh, not this week? Okay, well, then that's well, a most, rarity. Most Mondays. <laughs> and, you know, I, yeah. I see people tweeting about podcasts now that are uh, – uh, podcast about libertarian issues and blah, blah, blah. I've seen a couple of them. Uh, Jan's been fucking doing it for how long now? She's been doing it for years. They're acting like it's a new thing. Jan's been oh, doing it, it for, for Yeah, well, it's not a new thing. You've been doing it for years. And why the fuck were they Facebook booking and tweeting about you? How many fucking years? You've been doing this, what, three, four years now? I mean, you've been doing it for a yeah. long time. So this is not something new, people. Jan's been doing it forever. They're just, I, I think they heard you and they're just taking jay i don't know what's happening but yes jan has been doing it for years so let's stop with the tweets and the facebook post but oh my god there's a podcast about libertarian issues yeah it's been going on for a long time wake up all right well th <laughs> thank you thank you for joining us jan i appreciate it oh it was my pleasure have a great night and that is it that is our show i want to thank jan for recording that with me today of course the star dino for coming on uh, there's a few things I want to say real quick before I go. The first thing I want to mention is I want to thank Zofi Vapes. Uh, I have uh, periodically spoken with Zofi Vapes over Skype. Uh, there were some things uh, like a while back I asked her if she would uh, post our uh, raffle we were doing for the Connecticut Vapor Trails. I asked actually quite a few reviewers. She was the only one that actually did it. Um, you know, there's just other things. Zofie's always been very nice. She's been very kind to me. She, she's always been there if I ever had a question for her or needed anything. Thank you, Zofie Vapes. ZofieVapes.com. Check out her reviews. She, I know Dino's not fond of Zofie, but I like Zofie. She's been very, very nice. So check her out, Zofie Vapes. I want to thank our sponsors, The Plume Room. You can go to theplumeroom.com. Type in code VPLI15. Get 15% off your order. I suggest trying the Cafe Olay if you like coffee vapes because that seems to be the biggest seller we have in our store, and people love it. So thank you, theplumeroom.com. Check them out. They are our sponsor. Without them, there'd be no VP Live, so support them because they support us. Also, Smokeless Image. You can go to smokelessimage.com. Check out Smokeless Image. Uh, they are also a sponsor. Support them. Without these two vendors sponsoring this network, there would be no network. So I thank them very much. Check them out. And to end the show, I'm going to play, uh, as we all know, Prince passed away last week. I think it was last Thursday. Nobody seems to be acknowledging the fact of what a phenomenal guitar player Prince was. He was one of the best guitar players out there. Nobody said, even when he was alive, nobody acknowledged what a great guitar player he was. Fucking insane. I know the guy did a lot of songs, wrote songs for other people, blah, 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 whatever. Nobody's acknowledging what a phenomenal guitar player Prince was. And I'm going to play a song where you're going to hear Prince's phenomenal guitar playing. Uh, this was when he was on the uh, uh rock and roll hall of fame he was playing with tom petty and some other uh, musicians they were playing with my guitar gently weeps this is prince at his best phenomenal guitar player one of the best we've ever had it's a shame he's gone and that's how i'm gonna end the show so 
Monday, as you heard, Jan will not be doing a show, but she'll be back next Monday, 6 o'clock. Tuesday, you have the uh, uh, you have James and you have Ed. I, I don't know if they're doing a show this Tuesday or if they did one last Tuesday. i got to find out when the hell they're doing their show so I can promote their shows. But I know they're on at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wednesdays, you may or may not have Russ. Thursdays, GDK. Friday, you have Ed with his uh, advocacy show. I'll be back next Sunday, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am out.